Hey guys, it's your favorite, totally organic, not pushed by the system, alpha male, cheetah print loafer wearing Giga Chad here. If Joe Rogan wasn't gay enough, I'm your guy. I got my humble conservative roots started by setting up a webcam business where single moms flick their beans for tokens funded by lonely, Dorito-dusted chronic masturbators. So as you can imagine, my first thought after being banned off of Facebook and Instagram was to hook up with Ben Shapiro at the Daily Wire and produce some content with the Disney executive he just hired. The system does not want you to hear this life-changing info, but the answer to solving all of the world's problems right now is treating women like human toilets and becoming a walking, talking billboard for endless hedonism and materialism. Everyone knows there's not enough of that right now. Come over to Hustler University and make millions in minutes. It's that easy. If you're good enough and not a loser, who knows? Maybe we can play footsies in my Lambo. Only strong, hard, muscular men like myself are allowed. Poor face. Hustler University 2.0 is here, bringing you cutting-edge conservative content. I'll be sitting down with Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson where we talk about the free market, how to make money, how Jordan feels about his daughter Michaela being one of my webcam girls that shoots basketballs out of her back door while being dressed as a lobster. Jordan, try not to get carpal tunnel as you repeatedly hit that like button on the video after smashing your leg on the coffee table, stumbling the rest of the way towards your computer after that all-night meth-fueled bender once you hear the notification sound going off that your daughter made a new post. Anyways. In addition, you'll get my Lifetime documentary exclusively on Daily Wire Plus, Gremlin-Eared Peanut Head, the untold story of how I wore sunglasses at night inside, kickboxed a whammon, and won for only $19.95. Daily Wire Plus, leave the left-wing degeneracy behind and become a family-friendly, bisexual Romanian pimp today. Poor face. It, it ought to be said that you and I, just to take note, people always say, where were you? And that's right. You and I were having breakfast yeah. in New York on September 11th. Can I tell you how great it's been to see Pride events coming back in person again this year? Uh, just being crowded into this room right now and celebrating uh, is a great, great feeling. From the president about about the importance uh, of making sure that we protect our communities. You know, the president has been really clear that congressional Republicans, that extreme uh, MAGA uh, agenda that you heard him talk about last week, is a threat to the rule of law. If you're vaccinated, you don't have a risk, and that's the reason why we say it's as simple as black and white. You're vaccinated, you're safe. You're unvaccinated, you're at risk. Simple as that. I don't allow my personal interests and values to intrude on my professional life. I hate Nazis. I've what, gotten guilty people acquitted of murder. That's perfectly appropriate. That's the way the marketplace should operate. Dershowitz did say he once received a massage at Epstein's mansion. I kept my um, uh, underwear on. What the fuck? All right. Welcome. Where are we? There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope you're doing well. Good to uh, see you all. Hope you're uh, enjoying here the tail end of summer. Hopefully we can, at least in the West, squeeze out a couple of more months with the decent uh, weather before it starts turning. Well, if you're down south, I guess you don't have to worry about that. Uh, be that in uh, North America or in uh, Europe, for that matter. All right. Anyway, if you're new, I'm Henrik. Welcome. Thank you for uh, joining us here. Red Ice TV. We're doing a no-go zone today because it is Wednesday uh, my dudes, 
And if you want to check out the latest, head on over to RedEyesMembers.com. We did the Weekend Warrior show. Uh, very good show. Excellent, if you ask me. So definitely make sure you uh, don't miss that. RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, plenty of stuff to get into. Actually, we uh, the first uh, goblin uh, clown there. The, uh, the mulatto pimp, uh, Andrew Tate, <coughs> we, uh, we, exp <laughs> we exposed him uh, in the latest Wiccan Warrior show. So if you want to see uh, that, head on over to RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, and of course, that's a great way of supporting us as well. Or maybe 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 you're one of these guys who's like, nah, we should, we should let Ben Shapiro uh, make the millions. We should let, uh, you know, David Rubin uh, make the millions. We should let PragerU make the millions and millions. We should let the Tucker make the millions. And we here on the, well, I'll call it whatever you want, dissident right, uh, nationalist scene, white nationalist. I, I don't care about the terminology. Uh, if you're new, you know, if you stick, stick with us for a while, you understand what we're about. But if you've been with us for a while, <clears throat> doesn't matter about the terms. Uh, we're pro-white, okay? pro-European. Uh, that's how basic it is. Uh, it, it, no, we should be on the back end. We should be, you know, we should be losers hanging out without making any money. We should not be able to grow. We should not hire more people, right? It doesn't happen often, but occasionally I see it. And it's like the, this, the, <laughs> if you find out where we're in a rut, it's because of the loser mentality. Uh, and an Andrew Tate is not going to fix it for you. A guy, a, a mulatto pimp, uh, who's whoring out European girls on uh, on the internet? That's not going to be your fix anyway. Anyway, we talk about that more. As of course, he went on Tucker. It's like of of all the people that are like banned and censored, and there's a million of them, right? I mean, essentially now, uh, that's the guy who's like you're gonna put, you're gonna help polish up his fucking reputation. This guy, <laughs> the guy who's like beating white women and anti-white shithole. Uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying Tucker is any kind of solution to to any of the problems that we talk about here. Uh, it's adjacent, occasionally it bridges over, like it overlaps, right? But it's like, come on, really? That's what you got? Uh, whatever. Whatever, man. Anyway, check that out. I think it was a good segment. Uh, and if you like that uh, little clip with uh, <laughs> with Dershowitz, by the way, too, we pulled out some really good stuff. A uh, little reminder. He was on, uh, I think it was like The Hill or something has a show. And they kind of pressed him a little bit on some of the issues of like, why why did you go on Lolita Express and who did you get the massage with and stuff like that? It's, it's hilarious. He got big mad. Let me tell you that much. Very, very, very mad. All right, boys and girls. Um, Pleasure to have you with us. Just want to give a shout out to Shane as well. We got your letter. Thank you, man. We appreciate you. Thank you for uh, being with us. And uh, likewise, we are uh, with you as well. Do not uh, be demoralized. We appreciate your support. Thank you so much. All right. So if you want to join us, enterprise.live slash Red Eyes TV. Uh, if you watch over at Rumble or Odyssey, the Super Chats are open over there as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, I think we begin, actually we're going to start in Canada in a little bit, and then we're going to talk about the Notting Hill Carnival uh, event, festival, whatever you want to call it, shit show, I guess, in the UK. I didn't, at I, I, first I was like, okay, I heard about the, the um, Caribbean festival, and I guess that's the same thing, unless I'm missing something big here, and there's two of them, right? Uh, but I heard about that, I don't know how chaotic that was. It was like a celebration of like Caribbean culture. Uh, and of course, it uh, devolved into um, uh, violence and murder uh, and chaos and uh, drinking and uh, punching and hitting and stuff. And I guess that's appropriate if you look at uh, countries like uh, Haiti. You know, we all know what happened there. And if you don't know, you need to uh, open a history book uh, and learn what happened when they killed all the white people. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's a big topic here today. 
And we're going to have some random stuff we have towards the end as well. The, there is a booster, new booster <laughs> directed at the Omicron uh, that have gotten emergency use authorization. So we'll just briefly look at that and the clownery around that and just how bad it is. Uh, actually, with the with, with the vaccine that they've already rolled out, so the mRNA shot. Uh, and then, of course, big warning uh, to anyone, again, if you're new or whatever, like, <laughs> this is like... They're, okay, they're trying to kill you. Okay, let me just put it that way. This is simple. They're trying to kill you, and so you need to be a little smarter than that. You need to say uh, no when they're trying to sell you something. That's usually, usually, there's kind of a rule of thumb. And it's not always that, but it, usually you can kind of flip everything 180 degrees. If they tell you that they're going to do something for you, uh, you know, to take care of you, or if something is free or something like that, right, you can always, like, trust your gut instinct of, like, hmm. I don't know, so they got a bad vibe about this for some reason. All right, anyway, we have a little uh, other stuff uh, on the energy situation as well later in the show. The crazy stuff both with, with gas uh, and coal and electricity and electric vehicles. It's just getting a, it's a big joke essentially the way that they're, uh, uh, you know, choking out our energy systems and then the new stuff that they're offering us. Uh, they're showing us that that too is going to be decommissioned essentially. Uh, so it is crazy times, but... Boys and girls, I thought we could uh, actually let me do this on entropy here real quick, and then we'll get into the first topics. Look a little bit at uh, what Trudeau said over in Canada. Uh, Virginian Drifter over on entropy says, "Hey, Henrik, happy Wednesday. Looks like entropy is down still on my end for mobile browsers. Just so you know, really didn't know that. Look forward to, to a great show. Thank you. Why is it down on the mobile browsers? Man, I gotta I gotta write to them and check what it is. With the if you're talking about the pop up like that comes up." Uh, try to go to dlive.tv slash TV because we're using like an embedded player on Entropy. Uh, you should be able to kind of approve the um, uh, the new terms of service there. And then hopefully if you when you reload the Entropy browser again, that should go away with the Entropy interface, the website. Uh, if that's what you're talking about, maybe there's something else going on, which I'm not aware of. Uh, but anyway, we have other options too, as I said. Um, Rumble, Odyssey, VK, and of course the websites as well. Okay, <clears throat> so let's begin uh, with this. Uh, remember Christia Fried, Christia Friedland? Oh, no, no, Friedland. I would say Friedland. Freeland, uh, who obviously didn't do nothing, right? In the wake of the whole COVID bullshit, the lockdowns, the the vaccine, the mandates around the vaccine, all that stuff, and then of course we had the uh, the uh, trucker convoy, right, happening in uh, Canada. Which was a, gr- a great time, thinking about it, kind of nostalgic. It would have been great to be in Canada at that point, too, when that happened. Uh, but so, you know, she did, she basically did everything she could to, to screw over, like, regular uh, working Canadians and stuff. So, now someone walked up to her and said a few mean words uh, to Christia Friedland. And now, as far as I understand it, all of Canada has, has just stopped in its tracks. Oh, my God, what's happening we have to find some kind of way of spe- special protection for all these politicians that have fucked over the people over the last few years. We need to, something needs to be done about all these vicious human beings that are saying mean things. Check out this report here. I think this is uh, CB, CBC News here. The man made it clear who he was looking for. Christia, yes. what the f- are you doing in Alberta? You f- traitor, f- Get the f- out of this province! You don't belong here. Today, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau condemned the harassment. Threats, violence, 
intimidation of any kind are always unacceptable. And this kind of cowardly behavior threatens and undermines our democracy. It looks like the event was planned. This anti-hate expert says the man in the video subscribes to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Anti-hate expert? Man, wouldn't you you like to be that? I'm an anti-hate expert. (laughs) Not even a name tag for that guy. They're bringing them on. My God. Did you telling me someone said mean words to Christia Freeland after everything that she's done? Unbelievable. This is unacceptable. Cowardly behavior. That's right. It's not not you're not the coward, Justin. It's uh, it's the, the the bad man saying bad words to Freeland. Threatens and undermines our democracy. It looks like the event was planned. This anti-hate expert says the man in the video subscribes to anti-government conspiracies and COVID-19 misinformation. <laughs> See, I wonder, wonder what this is all about. I wonder why he's mad uh, at the Canadian government and specifically free, Freeland. He also took part in events supportive of the Freedom Convoy. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. Black, there it is, folks. Black, black and white. There's a rage machine that keeps turning this out, essentially, and and presents the political leaders or politicians in general as the enemy. We're seeing increase. Yeah, the, 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 with all the things that's happened the last two years, they, they've certainly proven that they stand with the people now, haven't they? There's for no reason whatsoever <laughs> these people are going after them. Uh, people in public life, people in positions of responsibility, particularly women, uh, racialized Canadians. Uh, people of racialized Canadians is that a is that a like a negative thing that they are being racialized by others or does it mean that they actually are of a different race so they are racialized in that sense I'm not, I, I still haven't figured out if uh, they use this term in Sweden too and I still haven't figured out is it because it's like negative like a negatively applied not that they will say anything bad of course about uh, immigrants or non-white people but I'm saying is it like a bad term? Or is it like no? They, these are this is these are the good people because because they're racialized, so they're better than whites. Still, haven't figured that out. But anyway, that's a side that's a side issue. That's uh, details. Uh, minority uh, or uh, different uh, community groups uh, being targeted. Politicians denounced the attack and posted messages of support for Freeland, including several high-level conservatives. We have to put an end to it and demand that everybody uh, treat other Canadians uh, with respect. Uh, when we debate political ideas what about what about like not not uh, like having policies that shuts down the country can we can we have, can we have that too can we have people actually can go to their jobs and feed their families and you know do do the normal regular things that they've been able to do before or, or, or no without that we're not gonna have a deeper discussion around that it's just saying mean words towards politicians that's the that's the big problem it is not okay we need protection especially for some of the you know our senior most recognized ministers former cabinet minister Catherine McKenna often had to beef up her security after facing threats and there have been other recent examples protesters screamed at NDP leader Jagmeet Singh at an event in May you turned your back on the people See, see how they, these people don't even hear like what is actually being said anymore, or they don't even try to pretend to understand where the discontent and anger comes from. It's just like what <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. They're just attacking us. We need special protection. We, we got to squeeze more money out of them so we can protect ourselves against them. And the prime minister was hit by gravel while campaigning last year. Oh no! Boo hoo! 
target it. This expert uh, says beefing up security could... Hey, look, look at another expert. ...be a challenge. Uh, these resources need to come from somewhere, and the RCMP is already short-staffed. Freeland's office wouldn't comment on her security. She says she'll continue to visit the province. Alberta's RCMP wouldn't confirm an investigation. Ryan Patrick Jones. Well, thank you, Ryan Patrick Jones. <clears throat> it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great gay report you uh, brought us right there. Uh, here's uh, j- <laughs> more words from Justin here. I want to take a moment to address, um, in part, the video we saw this weekend of the Deputy Prime Minister being subjected to some extremely disturbing harassment and threats. Uh, hurling inacceptable views. And this is not an isolated incident. Sadly, this is something we're seeing more and more of. Certainly, uh, members of this community have seen it. Uh, well, that could be about Justin. I wonder what, that, what in the world could be. <laughs> Why is this happening? Uh, people in public life, people in positions of responsibility, particularly women, uh, racialized Canadians, uh, people of uh, minority uh, or uh, different uh, community groups, uh, being targeted. <laughs> you can't even say what they are. <laughs> you gotta like tiptoe around it. It's 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 incredible times we live in, folks. Get it over the past many years. Anytime uh, a woman speaks up on social media, she is so often subject to harassment and toxicity that we actually seeing <laughs> um, her rights mm-hmm. and her voice and her freedom of expression. That's right. It was. Not the bank accounts that uh, she helped to freeze. That, that wasn't dim- diminishing anybody's voice or limiting them or censoring them or hurting them in any kind of way. No, 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 of course not. Jailing people, hauling people off. You know, you, you know the story. We covered it in detail, right? No, no, no. This, the problem is some, some guy who's mad who says, get out of Alberta. You don't belong here, traitor. Uh, diminished. We need more women. We need more Women, okay, I gotta get, gotta. It's very, it's very hard to do a good Trudeau, but it's it's one of the best ones if you can if you can emulate it good. It's one of the one of the funnier ones out there. And racialized Canadians, and diverse unacceptable views. First communities to be strong voices in politics, in media, where we're seeing uh, reporters increasingly getting attacked for oh no are they talking about rachel gilmore perhaps is that what they're is that what he's alluding to here <laughs> calling out hatred and indifference and uh and uh, and and discrimination yeah oh yeah yeah it's a we big have to problem ask ourselves what kind of country we are what kind of country we want to be mm-hmm. yeah i think an anti-white country maybe that's what you want to be uh <laughs> the great brown north uh here's more from that uh, lecture too or talk threats violence intimidation of any kind are always unacceptable and this kind of cowardly behavior threatens and undermines our democracy and our values of openness and respect upon which That's Canada right. was built. Our openness. As leaders we need to call this out and take a united stance against it because no matter who you are, who you love, the color of your skin, how you pray, where you're from, your gender, you deserve respect and you deserve <laughs> to live in peace without fear of threats or violence. <clears throat> okay, good. Can white people have that too? Or is that, or is that no, that's, that's off the table. Okay. 
know, th- threats by the government, a way for them to freeze you out of society and shut down your bank accounts. Can we can we have that too? Yeah, right. Do you see the flags behind them here too? This, it, there's a leak as far as I know, like, yeah, I, look, I didn't get a, a, like a view from far away. So maybe there's a Canadian flag. Like, you know, there's 10, 10 gay flags, you know, on you're flanking him. And maybe then there's a Canadian flag. I'm not sure about that. But the little clip we played in the beginning was this magnificent uh, little uh, soundbite to use here from this too. How excited Trudeau was about the Pride event, that finally the Pride events are back. Listen to this. Can I tell you how great it's been to see Pride events coming back in person again this year? Uh, Just being crowded into this room right now and celebrating uh, is a great, great feeling. He likes being uh, he likes being crowded in that room right there with all those uh, with all those uh, pride people, huh? Huh? Huh, Justin? All right, good stuff. You can't make it up, folks. Can't make it up. Bill Hoover over on Entropy says the establishment's propaganda is so ridiculous and out of touch there that no one believes it anymore. I wonder when they will just drop it completely and just be honest and say that they're going to oppress us. I think that we are close to that. Yeah, I mean, you could argue it's basically happened. When they tell you is do press conferences about how they're going to shut down your bank accounts if you don't comply, we're we're basically there. Uh, I mean, and it's sometimes it's a euphemism, it's hair splitting, or you know, terminology issues or whatever. But uh, no, I, I think we're there, Bill. I think we we are basically it's like full on anti white, like open season on white people, full discrimination, and you can screw with whites in whatever way you can, and there is no protection. Uh, for us, no, no, no one's going to show up. No minority groups are going to show up, and get, or governments are going to support groups that stand up for white people or anything like that. We're uh, we're in those times, incredible times. Pat says, uh, "Hey Henrik, small donation. I don't like to promote horrors, but all uh, Swedes should try to watch uh, is called something called State of Sweden, and I think before the upcoming elections as well. Yeah, that's uh, November, I believe. We have the uh, the." Uh, uh, what do we call parliamentary elections? Is that what we call it? Just, uh, you know, who's going to basically who's going to be running the the, the country at least uh, outwardly, so on the surface, running the country. That's coming up in November. Usually, it's the third Sunday, I think, in November. So that's going to be interesting. We'll cover some of that. And I wanted to bring on uh, someone like uh, uh, Gustav Kasselstrand or something like that from AFS. I think that would be good. Anyway, it says it can be found on Rumble or my little Odyssey. Thank you, Pear. Appreciate that. Yeah, so State of Sweden. I don't think I've seen that. Is that if it's a new one, I have not seen it. I thought I'd saw something a while ago with a similar title at least. But uh, thank you, Per. Appreciate that. It uh, is appreciated. Hope you're doing well. Good to see you. Bills again says here the establishment propaganda. So no, we we did that one. Uh, okay, no, we're caught up there. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. Now let's go over to the UK then. And talk about the thing with not Notting Hill. I I remember going by there last time, two two thousand nine maybe or something like that. I, and I always thought Notting Hill is like slightly more uh, uh, fancier, upper class kind of thing. Like, maybe that's changed. Obviously, again, two thousand nine. That's that's a long time ago now, and a lot of things have changed. Of course, uh, not only in England but especially in London. But I thought it was like a little fancier, a little nicer. But anyway. This is where they had the Caribbean Carnival. And I guess carnival is the right word. It's not, uh, it comes from, from uh, carne, right? Which means body, I think. Um, like you're carnivore, right? You eat meat. And oh boy, 
was it chaotic? Let's begin with this here. I think it was, I forget which channel had this, but it begins with, begins with two tweets from Sadiq Khan, uh, the mayor of London, that says, This community-led celebration of Caribbean history and culture has become one of the world's biggest street festival and part of the very fabric of our amazing city. Carnival is back, right? And then he does the hashtags. Hashtag Notting Hill Carnival. Love London. He says, biggest street party in Europe, and the vibes are immaculate. Well, here's a little sample here. Here's BBC Two, by the way. I forgot that. BBC News says, Notting Hill Carnival atmosphere, uplifting and warming. And here's a little supercut of some of the some of the events that took place. No, 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 no. One dead, eight sexually assaulted, as hundreds have been arrested during London's Notting Hill Carnival. It says right there. <laughs> Notting Hill Carnival should move to Hyde Park. Ex-top cops warn festival creates perfect storm for violence and should be in a private venue so it is easier to contain. As one reveler is murdered, six stabbed, 209 arrested and 74 officers assaulted. So uh, this, this this is what you call a, a, a Caribbean festival, uh, ladies and gentlemen, which is crazy. I, and I, we have more footage, by the way. We're going to go through that, too. Uh, some pretty crazy stuff happened. RoboThink says, uh, happy Wednesday. Same problem. I can see you in the background, but no sound, and he won't let me check on, uh, ch- click on or move anything except the Super Chat. Same on my laptop. Interesting. Okay. I, it must be related to the new terms of service or something. That's what I would think. Uh, so you should, as I said, see if that works. Some people said it worked. Just open a new browser and go to dlive.tv slash TV and approve or you know accept the terms and then reload entropy. Hopefully that works. Otherwise, there's something else going on, which I haven't seen before. Uh, but thank you for letting me know, RoboThink. Let me know if that works or if you have continued issues. And I can always uh, contact the good people at Entropy and see if there's something they can do. I'd, I, it'd be great if they could have little other options for embedding players. So if you could embed the Odyssey player or Rumble or VK or anything else, I mean, there's a million other options out there now. That, I think, would be the best problem. So we can just fully <laughs> disconnect from goddamn DLive. Anyway, thank you, RoboThink. I appreciate that. And thank you for the uh, patience on that, too. All right. So anyway, let me... We'll look at some photos here, too. I mean, it's a shitstorm of just, like, complete chaos and garbage and trash and violence and rapes. And one guy got stabbed and it's just, like... And yet, it's still like it's be, it's been wonderful and celebrated. So here's a here's a couple of other ones. Check this out. What happened here? Oh 
little uh, little brawl there, folks. I think this is a little glimpse of our future here. Uh, if we let this shit continue, uh, the the path that we're going down right now. Here's another. Here's two uh, chicks fighting here. And, uh, you know, as usual in these uh, fights, uh, the, the breasts and everything is hanging out and uh, everything is bouncing around. Uh, large women fighting. This is great. All right, that's Daily Mail's uh, little video edit at the end there. Here, check out that other one. It was a, it was a really quick, the, the one about uh, a guy punching the white woman there too, a black guy punching a white woman. Check this out here. Now, I, I hate to do it in a way, but <laughs> I have to do it. Can you imagine if there was a European celebration event or festival or something, something with a culture adjacent to white people, and you had murders, you had fist fights, and men was, were beating up women and all this shit? Can you imagine the calls by the politicians and the media to like get this? get this event canceled and shut down and all these extremists and this is dangerous and we got to control this and what are we doing about this and oh my god here's the guy by the way who got uh, stabbed big sad will be uh, greatly missed another another great uh, rap artist uh, i heard he was stabbed somehow right and of course it was more things like this it was like a an, a, a near stampede that happened uh, so they almost uh, squashed each other here look at this I can hardly see any white people at all uh, there, actually. I I'm sure there are a few. There, yeah, it's a one, that was one guy right there. Uh, it looked uh, very sparse on the white front, uh, which, of course, is what they uh, ultimately what they want. At the end of the day, <clears throat> the one is gone, and it's uh, it, it really kind of like brings it home, the point, when it's like white people are a minority in London right now, and they're slated to become a minority in most Western countries by, it differs a little bit, 2045, 2050, maybe 2060, uh, some places maybe 2070. But uh, it, it, uh, it is complete uh, chaos at, at these events, right? So here's the slap here you can see. Uh, black guy beating up a, a thick uh, white chick here. And look at the, the tr just the sheer trash that was left behind too, right? But you know, Caribbean white supremacy is the greatest threat. Always keep that in mind, right? I guess Daily Mail did some fancy like <laughs> before. Slide and see how it looks before and after on the street. Look at all the culture. dirt that was there. I Trash was and garbage. But wait a minute, I thought it was like Western Back on vacation, uh, societies that were and a bunch of dirty and with it's white supremacy that's polluting the planet, right? And the earth. Here's another slide Slide shot right there. Nice and dirty. Uh, good times. Oh my God. Uh, here are some more photos here. Of course, I guess this is police at the scene on Ladbrook Grove in West London Tuesday morning after a 21 year old man was stabbed to death, uh, last night. Big, uh, <clears throat> big sad there. Here's some of the cops. 
Uh, let me see here. I think there was a more. Yeah, look at the trash here. What the hell is this? Smart Whip. Oh, is this the laughing gas or something like that? <clears throat> I think they said they found a bunch of laughing gas. Look at this. The trash is just endless here. <clears throat> Holy smokes. Yeah, good stuff, folks. We're uh, we're definitely heading in the right direction. It's a great addition with these uh, the the Caribbean the Caribbean addition to uh, British society has really spiced things up. I, I'll tell you that much. All right, anyway, there's some of the photos right there for you guys. Crazy, um, just a cleanup job alone. Uh, we did have some uh, funny things that happened. Go check out this one. Uh, I guess they're up on a um, what is that? Will you stand and wait for the buses or something? Check this out. Oh well, oh well. I guess that's what happens when you uh, <clears throat> when the integrity of uh, of the structure gives way. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta learn you gotta know about some of those things for that to uh, to happen. Bill Hoover <laughs> says uh, it's interesting. Caribbean blacks in London will behave the same as blacks in any city of the U.S. Uh, if if uh, is it, it it completely debunks the notion of behavior uh, and it's uh, dicta is dictated by culture. I was in Sweden a few years back, well, I'm sorry about that, uh, on vacation, and a bunch of Somali immigrants chimped out in the movies and started a big fight. I thought it was in New York City. Yeah, it's every, everywhere they come. They, it's the same uh, same behavior. Uh, and, of course, at some point, uh, I think white people are going to be, uh, be sick and fed up with that. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to replace us. I don't think they'll pull this off. I think uh, this is just the, the path towards that uh, that we're seeing right now. Uh, but, oh, boy. Is it uh, chaotic? The, the the trash, the behavior is completely, um, you know, actually it reminds me a little bit of, of, we talked about Andrew Tate, and again, we talked about him, the the the, uh, uh, the pimp, right, the anti-white mulatto pimp in, in the Weekend Warrior show, uh, and he had this little, I, I included a clip in, in the segment we did, where he was like admiring the Somalis in Sweden in one of the clips that we played, and it's like, Wait a minute, like you're saying you have people who are completely contradictory in terms of behavior to the culture and society that they came to, right? Swedish people are courteous. They're very friendly, too friendly at a, at a fault, right? Too tolerant, obviously, as we see now. But initially, that was these were good traits, right? This, this is one of the reasons why our societies became successful. We respected each other. No one like just you know comes in and swings their dick and it's like my dick needs first, you know, kind of thing. And and if you did that, by the way, if you go back, if you did that, you'd be ousted out of society. If you were ousted out of society, at least before we had widely you know industrialized everything, you'd freeze to death. You'd be squeezed out of the cultures. We literally have selection pressure against bad behavior. The state did some of that a little bit later too. It was a, a period of time. When they killed a lot of people in Sweden, uh, criminal-minded, even petty crimes, they just like got rid of them. This is like 17, 1800s, maybe in 1600s, something like that. So you kind of got rid of like the the piracy type of mentality, which also actually long-term now kind of shows you the, how detrimental that is. That you need, you kind of need some of that at certain times, and that's one of the reasons why the response is so slow. It will come, it will happen, it will not be tolerated forever. So it's going to snap back. But you have to understand, we as Swedish people are like, I mean, 
from an evolutionary standpoint or even, uh, you know, long-term perspective, if you think of several generations, this is still a shock to us collectively, like of people behaving like this, acting like there's some damn, uh, you know, pirates and I'm running the show. They just, I can do whatever I want. None of them says anything. You know, collectively speaking, we're like still in a state of shock over this behavior. Like this is so foreign to us. So, you know, so unbelievable. They were almost like, we can't fathom that this actually is happening. When you get the, the kickback from that, though, when specifically northern Europeans begin to kind of organize to like take care of a problem and, and an issue, we basically do that at, at an industrial uh, level, right? Like conveyor belt efficiency in terms of like how to deal with the problem. And that's going to be interesting when we get to that point, because it is going to happen at some point sooner or later, perhaps much later than now or, or fairly soon. That's no one can know, no one can tell. Uh, but it is going to happen. There's going to be a counter reaction uh, to some of this. But Andrew Tebbs, like admiring the Somalis, they're basically just they, they can just take whatever they can rape any woman. They can just take shit, and the Swedes do nothing. Ha ha ha. And it's like uh, it depends on where what setting you end up. Like if you if you try to do that in a, let's say in a bar or something, right? And you happen to find yourself when the Nordic Resistance Movement is having one of their get-togethers. Well, uh, you're not going to walk out of there. Okay, you're not going to walk out of their lives. So try, try it on some of those. So it's not that there isn't opposition. There isn't. A, it's not that there isn't a tribal or a gang mentality in our countries, but it's not widely distributed yet, right? But that these traits somehow admire you admire these traits that the that these people need to come to us, right? He's shitting on Swedish and Scandinavian Norwegian and Swedish men in this clip we played. Tate, Andrew Tate. But it, it's like, and the people he admire are the people that have to come to our societies to be taken care of or to gain something from us. You see, see the contradiction here? Admiring the criminal mind while the one who actually made it possible for these people to come to our societies and take advantage of us. Yes, that's our, still our fault. I agree with that. But that these are traits to be admired. Why can't they pull their fucking shithole countries together and do something there then if they're so damn great? Oh, my dick. You know, rub my dick. It's like all you're getting from these people. And Tate is just like, oh, that's amazing. What are the Swedish and Norwegian males going to do? Yeah, well, just just hang on, buddy, and you'll see what the fuck we're going to do about this. So anyway, that reminded me of all the shit that's happening in uh, London right now, Notting Hill. There's a couple of other ones. Check it. Perfect to the music here, right? Bob Marley. Everything's going to be, well, manana, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Everything's going to be great, right? What was it, the the other song? We played that in the Weekend Warrior show, too. The, um, uh, what is it? Be happy, don't worry. You know, the landlord says my rent is due. Uh, what is the thing again? Uh, blah, 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 blah. But don't worry, be happy, right? Yeah, someone else will take care of it. It doesn't matter. It's fine. You don't have to pay anything. Listen to the music here. And then, like, the fight, of course, that breaks out. <laughs> Uh, 
that's a perfect every little thing is gonna be all right don't worry <laughs> and there's like the fight it's great uh so apparently there was some other stuff that happened too where i guess uh, uh over sexualized yeah big surprise right behavior was kind of like of course again not uh not taken care of by the police instead the british police is known for like joining in Right on the dancing or like on the ass rubbing or or the murdick type of uh, mentality. Look at this clip. Yeah. How many times have we seen this now? Look at the other one here. Here's uh, apparently a, a cop, a Bobby, uh, that is uh, that is high. Look at this. So, how comes today, uh, all days, yeah, you don't care about weed, but any other day you want to put man behind bars? How many people are here today? I don't know. How much weed is it? I don't know. Yeah, we'll be screwed. There'll be no offer. Yeah, if I offer you weed right now, what would you say? Definitely not. Dude, I'm probably <laughs> high already. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening, but uh, I guess that's the that's the response. Just like if it's bad behavior, if it's like kind of disturbing the peace or whatever, you know, the kind of things that traditionally in Western societies, kind of the police was there to kind of, well, police those things. Now the answer is, well, let's just join in. Let's just be, be become a, a a proud member of the community, right? Just, uh, you know, shake your booty or start dancing or just get high with all the people. And then they love you, right? That's a, per that's a perfect example, right? Uh, Paris says entropy, entropy will work just uh, just to log into DLive. Wait a minute. Entropy will work just to log into DLive. Um, yeah, as far as I understand, if you do that separately, you don't need to show trailer. It's one minute, but here it is. The total is... Uh, a 12-hour video, is that what it is? Oh, tw trailer, you do not need to show trailer. All right, I'll check it out anyway. Thank you, Per. appreciate that. State of Sweden trailer, the sh uh, uh, short trailer. Uh, looks like it's recently out too. Thank you, appreciate that. And is that the same? The other link you sent there, Per, is that the same? Yes, okay, it looks like it's the same. All right, got that. Definitely check that out. If there's something we can uh, play from, excerpt or something, we'll definitely do that. Cool, appreciate it. All right. So we had some, uh, <clears throat> what's another clip reminding me of, uh, actually, in Birmingham. Check this out. This is perfect, like, uh, the passivity around uh, it, when violence breaks out, like a random attack happens. Uh, I, I don't know what the background or, or context of this is. I just know that uh, there's two white people being attacked here. And look at the other people, the reaction, and the people who are just... One even like pretending it's not happening and just walking away from it. Perfect. Like this is why our societies are like circling the drain. It's because of mentalities like this. Oh, 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 oh,
See that guy that walked away right there. Look, look at his look at his face too. Like when he sneaks up towards the camera right there. Let's see if I can capture that. Right there. Let me go back right right there. Look, look at that guy right there. <laughs> look at that. That's that's the guy, folks. <clears throat> it's not. It's actually not the ones fighting behind there. It's like collectively, that's the guy. That's the face of the guy why we're in the shit we're in. <laughs> it's like us not collectivizing, not helping out each other, not thinking of us as part of a group, right? That is the problem right there. Just as long as I don't, am not roped into this, it, it will be fine, right? There's, this, is the, this is the face of Jordan Peterson's radical uh, individualism right here. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. Holy shit, it's incredible. Yeah, so apparently that was in uh, Birmingham. People were... the the. Clip resurfaced. Saw it on Twitter recently, and uh, apparently it's from a few years ago. Uh, but uh, oh boy, let me tell you. Well, while we're in the uh, on the British Isles, here is uh, Ireland. You're not get, you're not getting away, Ireland. I'm gonna show you some of shit that's happening up uh, in your parts uh, as well. Check this out. Phone the guards, Patrick. Does he has a knife? Tell him it's a machete type knife. Yeah. Barker Street right now. The... Here we go. Here's uh, <clears throat> our let. Uh, now we gotta have white people sort this little situation out here. This is always fun. How's it going for them? Are they sorting this one out? Anyway, that's the end of the clip right there. It's always interesting you watch clips like this and it's like, what happened after that? <laughs> what happened the next 20 seconds or the next two minutes? All right, anyway. And it's not like, oh my God, look at what look at what happened once. Here's this one thing that happened in our like, no, this is like wall-to-wall everyday like events now, happenings, exciting happenings. We don't play all of this. We could sit here all day long. We knew nothing else. Just playing like the chaos in our countries. 
because of what our elites have done to us, right? And who they brought in and, and how it's changing, right? So it's not that these are unique things like, oh, look at the, it's just like to make an example occasionally of just how bad it is, right? Just how much of a strength, really, uh, to us that uh, diversity is. Um, so I want to show you a, another clip here as well. This is of a French, well, French, you see my hands here? French documentary, or I'm sorry, um, it's, a, it's a movie. Netflix, basically, you know, it's a little different dynamic than that, but basic, basically it's when Arabs and Africans uh, finally have taken over France and it's all just a, a full-on... Um, you know, civil war in France. I guess it's one of the uh, uh, Camp of the Saints type of uh, scenarios here. Uh, and the Great Replacement all weaved into one. It's called Athena, directed by Romain Gavras. Check out this trailer here. It's subtitled, by the way, so read that if you want to see it. Mon frère est décédé à 0h30 cette nuit. Pour la mémoire Didier, les coupables seront traduits en justice. Je vous demanderai de rester calme. Il est inadmissible d'imaginer que les policiers protègent leurs collègues et prétendent ne pas savoir qui a fait ça dans ce quartier d'Athéna où tout le monde se connaît. There we go. We are muted. Thank you, Netflix. September 23rd. That's when this uh, piece of shit comes out. Uh, that's uh, basically what it looks like. It looks like uh, when, the, when the takeover is, is kind of completed. I'm not sure if it's a sci-fi or what it is. I haven't read too much about it. I saw it in passing. And it's just like, oh, well, holy shit. They did something similar recently from uh, Marseille, I think. Uh, I forget what that was called, but it like just shows you like the, the no-go zones and the criminal gangs in these areas and stuff and just like the just the depravity and like the, the, the just the, the utter just like 
what is happening? Like, why are we allowing this? What's the what's the purpose of this? What what is this about? <laughs> How long are we going to tolerate this shit? What is it? Why? <laughs> why? We don't need this. There's, there's literally not a single point of positivity with what's happening, the direction it's going with the open borders and the replacement. It's like it's just it's just turning things into shit. Okay? That's that's what's happening. Here's the director, by the way. <clears throat> Uh, French guy, <clears throat> nah, he's like what Greek French? I think someone tried to argue, right? Looks like a looks like a lovely man, right? A lot of a uh, lot of positive, uh, positive energy in this guy, right? <laughs> anyway, he's being praised. He's a, he's the greatest ever. Uh, Romain Gavras is his name. He's some br- brilliant director. You know how these things go. Probably probably just another anti-white shit uh, shit show, to be honest. Uh, all right, let's go over to the USA, where we have uh, wonderful things happening. Uh, Florida mom accused of wrapping children in duct tape over stolen moon pie. Amanda, in Volusia County, a mother is accused of duct taping her kids to a chair. It was reportedly the punishment for a stolen moon pie. Police arrested 30-year-old Yamani Bain after a DCF report said that the children's hands were taped behind their backs and one of them had their whole body wrapped in duct tape. Bain is now charged with aggravated child abuse. Hmm. Isn't this, uh, wasn't this, wasn't the mixed race, uh, wasn't that the solution to all the problems? <laughs> I thought that was like, no, that's what's going to bring peace, right? The, no, no, the moon pie, that's one step too far. Uh, here we go over to... Um, well, pick any place, I guess, USA, for the most part. Random 7-Eleven. Now, the, you know, talking about how high trust is going out the window and we can't trust anybody anymore. It's super diverse. It's like just it's no trusts left. There's no uh, courteousness. Everything is about ripping other people off or you know, muddick type and, you know, kind of <laughs> mentalities, essentially. Here, they're, they're putting in... Uh, Credit card shimmer, shimmers, right? Or shimmer? They, they shimmer the credit card, it's called. Uh, here's from a 7-Eleven. Check, check this out here. Yeah, be careful, y'all. Look. Look. You see that shit? You see where we at? We on Golden State, yo. Golden State and Shaw. California, then? Is that what he's saying? They out here with the shits. Look. Over here, stealing people's information and shit. Yep, stealing people's information. Big surprise. <laughs> Let's go to another country. Let's set up shop, and then we'll just steal their credit card details uh, to squeeze out as much money uh, as possible. It's uh, it's great. Remind me of this clip too. Check this out. Here's uh, here's you know, gotta got have that mantra like white supremacy, the greatest threat. White supremacy, the greatest threat. White people, the big that's the problem. White people are the the boogeyman. They're the real problem. They're the real racists. And it says, why didn't anyone help here at the ABC 7 News Team channel? Okay, 
yeah, that just loops over and over. I don't think we've seen. I think we've seen enough of that. <clears throat> you get my point, though. White supremacy, our greatest threat. In fact, uh, we have uh, one more here of uh, crazy attitudes. Imagine if white people behaved like this. Uh, <clears throat> it'd be uh, there'd be a uh, nonstop news, folks. Check this out. Somebody call Yeah, we call. Oh my Baby, God. you gotta stop. Baby, you Please. gotta stop. He gonna beat your ass. Please stop. Oh my God. I didn't call you. Sir, I wouldn't get involved. Obviously. I mean, that's his car. That's his. That's his car. Oh my God. Oh my God. I ain't. I ain't. I got it. Somebody catch her, man. Yeah, I got Watch out, watch out, watch out. Don't hit her. Don't, don't hit her. Don't hit her, though. Don't hit her, though. Just come on, baby. You got it. Ah! Ah! He biting the Stop. shit out. Oh, my God. He biting oh. the shit out of him. Let him go. What, they're just biting? She's biting him? All right, okay. All right, okay. Never relax. All new meaning, isn't it? White, they might, but watch out, they might bite you. And then, you know, the news. We all know about the anti-white terrorists, right? Uh, the Waukesha uh, killer, right? The, the, the guy, the black guy who drove into white people at a Christmas parade intentionally trying to kill as many people as possible. Well, he was forced to be uh, escorted out of the uh, courtroom here. This happened, I think, just a couple of days ago. After he was uh, complaining, right, he was bored and he said that the whole case against him is just political and he wouldn't shut up and eventually they had to haul him off. Check this out. Mr. Brooks, sit look at here and act like you know me. People like you don't, y'all don't know nothing about where I come from. Mr. Brooks. Push me, dog. Don't push back then. Mr. Brooks. Don't push back. Push me in. Mr. Brooks, we have to continue with this hearing. I'm talking to or not. No, I'm worried about man. Don't put your hand on me, dude. Nobody put their hands on you. Yeah, yeah, they better not put their hand on me. Okay, Mr. Brooks, you need to look at me for a minute, okay? Why? To listen to all this political stuff y'all got going on? Mr. Brooks, I'm more concerned hey, about. Don't touch me, dog. Uh, they see it. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back after lunch. I'm not going to do this with him right now. He needs to be here. He's not cooperating. I'm going to give you the warning, Mr. I will give you the warning that if you continue to interrupt when we when we go back on the record, you will forfeit your right to be in the courtroom today. I can't have these interruptions. I want you here. It's been a long day and a half. Put your hands off me. We'll come back at 1230. Just All right, it's going to be very interesting to see, of course, what kind of punishment this guy gets. And apparently there was no hate crime charges raised, despite the fact that he had a slew of anti-white uh, history, right, comments online and things like this. And none of that, as far as I know, have been used against him uh, to kind of create a case that, like, this is a hate crime. I mean, a crime is a crime. It's kind of silly, right? But if you want to go that route, which society is now doing against white people. Heck, there's people getting criminally prosecuted because they're calling the phone on, uh, they're calling the cops on someone, you know, stuff like that. Special laws in some states that if you, if you call the police, but it was no crime committed, you will be prosecuted, right? Crazy stuff like that. Uh, so anyway, we keep following that. But uh, no, apparently, allegedly, according to this guy, it's only 
It's only political. That's the only, only reason why he's being treated that way. It's a, it's a political uh, witch hunt against the guy for no reason whatsoever. Uh, speaking of more crazy stuff, did you guys see this? We linked it up at, uh, uh, you know, on our Telegram. Apparently, now Drew Barrymore, right? Someone said she's Jew. I think she converted. Uh, I think she was Hungarian ethnically and American or something like that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but she is being accused of racism because she was enjoying the rain outside. Look at this. <laughs> you and I both know that you are capable of enjoying the rain and frolicking freely without filming it and then posting it to TikTok. Now, you've just co-signed. Okay, you've just co-signed at least 3 million 8.5 by 11 front and back people who just go out of their way to disrespect and dismiss the boundaries that black creators have set. And now you're one of those people. So, I guess my question would be, why? Why, why is it so important to all of you to treat us like we don't matter? So there you go. I, I didn't know that set up uh, rules uh, for white people. That you can't, uh, you can't be outside uh, enjoying the rain, I guess, and filming yourself. That's, that's apparently against the law. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. But uh, hey, what, what are you going to do? So this, of course, like this became a viral video. None of the other videos, right, that we show have become like viral since, well, maybe one or two of them, but uh, the majority, no, right? There's other these cases happening all the time. And it's only these videos that are like, you know, they make the rounds, right? Oh, my God, woman up, black woman upset because Drew, Drew Barrymore is outside enjoying the rain, right? Got to keep them out. White supremacy, the greatest threat, right? That's always what it's about. There was another one. Look at this. All, all they can do is levy accusations against white people or someone, anybody, but then becomes like an indictment against society in and of itself. So apparently someone had argued, and I should show the, the tweet on this first, the tweets. Check this out here. My goddaughter is the only black starter for Duke's volleyball team. While playing yesterday, she was called a n-er every time she served. She was threatened by a white male and uh, white male that told her to watch her back going to the team bus. A police officer had to be put by their bench, she says. And then she has a bunch of other, as you can see on the right there about how white people are the real problem and white motherfuckers and white men are trash and white people this, white people that, blah, blah, blah. Well, now it turns out the whole... Oh, that's the wrong one. <clears throat> yeah, that's another gruesome one, by the way. The whole thing basically uh, didn't happen. Can you believe that? Duke volleyball player Rachel Richardson alleged over the weekend that by why you why students yelled racist slurs at hers. Multiple people who were in the student section have now gone on the record to say it never happened. How about that? Imagine my shock. Can you believe it? <laughs> so this is like investigations and the school is like, oh my God, what's how can this happen and stuff? But no, this is what's getting the uh, all the attention out there. This is all the stuff that's like you have to do. Just accuse and then, of course, nothing actually happens or nothing actually happened. Uh, is the apology or is the story about how it was not real 
that never gets as, as wide circulation as the accusation story, right? Oh my God, look at this. Another, we found another white person saying bad, mean words, right? <laughs> and then, of course, you can switch over. You can, you know, as, as, as you have this mantra in your head, like white supremacy, the greatest threat, right? With all the things we're, we're, we're showing, the random violence, the random attack against white people and stuff like that. And this is, of course, driven mainly by the anti-white rhetoric in the media. Uh, and the whole system and the culture is not really putting a stop to this. It's encouraged. It's the system in and of itself. It's like encouraging this uh, heightened rhetoric. And, of course, eventually this rhetoric usually leads to violence or the people pop or snap. They think, what have we got? We got to take care. We got to deal with these white people somehow, right? So as you, you know, keep that in the back of your mind, it's always a good time, though, um, to complain about hmm, anti-Semitism. Am I right? That's always a rise in anti-Semitism. Hate-filled anti-Semitic flyers appeared yesterday morning in the small beach town of Brigantine, New Jersey. Residents discovering the flyers with Nazi insignias from a group called the Goyam Defense League, blaming COVID, abortion, inflation, all sorts of other issues on a list of Jewish officials in the White House, Department of Justice, the CIA, the State Department, and media companies led by Jewish owners or executives. Similar flyers... Oh no! Oh no! A piece of paper. We've been we've been attacked. A piece of paper. Meanwhile, <laughs> all the stuff that we looked at, like just a sheer uh, abuse and violence and rape against white people. No, a piece of paper. That's that's usually that's where we draw the line. We found earlier this month on Long Island, just last week in Raleigh, North Carolina, and this summer in Palm Beach and other places across the country. This comes as the Anti-Defamation League says they've seen an extraordinary rise in anti-Semitic attacks. Of course they have. In 2021, more than any time in the group's 43-year history. It's always, it's always on the rights, folks. Watch out. Joining us now is Jonathan Greenblatt. Oh, good. The CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. Jonathan, this is so disturbing. Nosferatu. Why do you see this rise in anti-Semitism now? <laughs> hey, Jonathan, explain to us what's going on, Jonathan. What's up with this? Andrew, this is indeed an incredibly disturbing incident, but unfortunately, it's part of this broader pattern. This group... White supremacy, folks. The Goyim Defense League. We've tracked, as we do, more than 200... Of course you do. ...50 propaganda incidents across the country where they've left flyers like you showed in that clip, or they've put out signs... Propaganda flyers, folks. My God, when will it stop? ...or stickers specifically targeting the Jewish community. So as you said, this comes on the heels of a record number of anti-Semitic incidents in the country. And this year alone, this group, the GDL, has more than tripled the number of propaganda acts targeting Jews, making them feel incredibly vulnerable all over the United States. Isn't this their first uh, amendment right? I mean, I know they're going to they're going to spin this and of course say it's it, it is violent, you know, to use words is violence and things like that, even if uh, there isn't calls for that on the on the on the you know, on the piece of paper that's being dropped on people's front yards or whatever. I just so funny when you put all this in perspective and like look at the wider picture of like what's happening in white countries and how white kids and children are being targeted and you know moms and be, you know beaten up and you know guys beaten to death and stuff and that's like daily occurrences it's just like non-stop you know 24 7 
And of course, we're showing you that <clears throat> partially so that you're aware of the problem and how bad it is. And you have to, you know, you have to scare you into uh, you know, not submission, but w- waking up, essentially. You have to be uh, shaken out of your slumber and <laughs> understand like how bad this is and what's happening. And of course, that the solution to this is to start forming communities, start building networks, start getting to know people, improve yourself, become better, you know, work out, read books, become better than you, you know, than you than you are. You know, strive to become more. Uh, you know, create community, build it yourself. These kinds of things. Create parallel institutions. Begin to help each other out. Push in the same direction. Help other people out there doing these things. You know, it's all a reminder of that of like what we need to do and how we need to do it. Now, this this could this could go either way in the future. It could be that the system remains afloat somehow, and it and it still just like technologically gets worse. It gets more and more tyrannical and stuff like that. Uh, but my hunch is that you at some point you're going to see such a decline that it cannot even last anymore. And if and when we get to that point, we have to have things in place that actually works, right? We have to have things that, um, you know, to take care of, our, of of ourselves and our people, essentially. And we're kind of in that uh, crossroads right now. It could go either way. It's very hard to tell. We have to be prepared for anything uh, in, in what whatever direction it goes. It looks like some kind of crash is the most likely, to be honest, because it's kind of designed that way. And it, and that goes into some of the other things that we'll talk about after the COVID, uh, the booster time sh- stuff here, too. Just like how they're intentionally dismantling, like, you know, what made our civilization what it is, essentially, right? Access to energy, whether it's oil or gas, in some cases, even electricity and stuff. And so it looks like at the end of this, it's like, at least for a period of time, it might be like we, we have to do like go Amish style <laughs> in order to like continue to perpetuate ourselves, right? Uh, but anyway, it's just cra- it's crazy times, right? And it's always a good time uh, to to improve yourself, to better yourself, to build networks, to get to know people, to help out people and be the, the very best that you can be and be an inspiration to other people around you. It's re- that's really what, the, what it comes down to. Well, what's the solution to all this? It's like no one's going to come and offer you a solution that's an easy apply fix. Oh, it's just a patch you put on your skin and everything is done, right? No, this is us having to work hard, having to change things have to improve things for ourselves. No one else is going to show up and do this for us. It's up to us. That's what's happening here, right? It's up to us to do it, to change it. And in some cases, I think we have to concede like some areas and some places are just at least temporarily just lost. It's just like, just walk away. You're not going to fix some of these things. It's like like an arm or something that's like rotting. You know what I mean? Collectively, society, the only thing that's going to cause you to survive is to amputate the damn arm. Like, you're not going to heal it. You're not going to fix it. Just saw it off, get it over with, and at least then you'll survive, right? And that's kind of how it is. Some areas, some places, you just just have to drop it and walk away. Try to find community. Try to find good people. There's there's many areas now rising up, many areas in uh, different parts of the world, in the West, where um, you have more and more like-minded people gathering together, and they're 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 seeing where this is going, they're seeing what's happening, and they're just like, I, I'm done with it. Can we can't live like this? Uh, and eventually, there's going to be more and more people coming to our side, and that's when we need you guys. They're out there. You need to be prepared. Have have things in place. You need to have the 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 infrastructure and the even the arguments, the the verbal communication skills to express what's happening, to use the arguments to 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 expose these people very very quickly to what it is that has happened and why it has happened. And they need to come aboard and we need to start helping each other out and work collectively as a group, right? 
that's really it's really in one way it's really simple but it's also some of the hardest uh hardest things because it involves working on yourself as opposed to just getting a a, a fix or an easy solution to these things so it's not to, to it's not to it's definitely not to show you like a, a spreading desperation like oh it's, it's all over it's not, it's, it's not it's not that either but we have to be motivated by how bad things out there are. That's that's what it's for, right? You gotta basically understand that this is real, it's happening, we need to do something about it. And I've just told you what the first steps is uh, to start making a change. Uh, and, and, and the people around us can notice and see these changes as well. And at some point these people are gonna ask themselves, hey, what's hey, what's what that was that was that guy doing? He seems to be doing something right. You know, you got to have good morale. You got to be white pilled at all times. There's no doom and gloom point. There's not no point of that. It's not going to fix anything. It's not going to lead anything. There's a million things that could happen and probably will happen before this is done, said and over. And there's going to be there's so many unknown variables and things that might happen and might pop up along the way that could you know could be to benefit of us. It could be a a a, a win if not short term, definitely long term, right? <clears throat> and it kind of it, it reminds me a little bit of the of the next topic here, because this is one of those strange things, right? Uh, the that's going to change potentially everything depending on how far it goes. Uh, not only the, pr the prior vaccination campaign, but they're new now doing boosters, right? And a new Omicron specific boosters are being uh, being wheeled out, right? Um, we don't know how bad this is going to be long term. It could this could be one of the things that changes everything. Due to the fact that the sheer number they're going to suffer as a consequence of this mRNA experimental technology uh, might be so drastic and so radical that you know the 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 way we've been running our society up to this point might change radically as a consequence of that. Just the sheer number either dying or getting sick off from as a consequence of that, right? Anyway, Archie here says on entropy. Uh, France and other European countries are having an energy shortage, so deindustrialization, shortages, and blackouts will follow. Will the diversity turn against the government or on each other? Exactly, and that's one of the things I'm kind of alluding to here too. That there's so many things that could happen along the way. That turns out, like, look, short term it was always going to be chaos and pro problems and massive difficulty, but long term that might just be it's it's got to be an advantage to us right i mean think of at least if you look think of like northern europe and stuff like that if like the the power and the heat's not working all of a sudden what are these people going to do they, they know nothing of the topography there they know nothing of the climate they're they're completely foreign to it most likely it's going to be the majority of people that come from that area that will be able to survive in those conditions look it's bad among our own people too they, they a lot of people out there they don't know how to how start a fire even like basic one-on-one -on -one stuff but yes it could come to, it could get to that point and we have to be prepared for that we have to be prepared for for everything we're living in a time of massive you know upheaval right now uh but yeah that's a good point uh archie and it's a good question too who knows what's going to happen it's i think they're going to start turning on each other eventually that's usually what happens up to this point um and that could be you might have just we might just have to stay out of the way for a little while and letting this sort itself out out there you, you know what i mean but that, but again that's why you need networks and know people so you can defend the resources and things like you have i don't know i mean it could go either way it could be com completely crazy the next coming 10 years five to ten years here all right so anyway so the fda speaking of the of craziness and and, and people uh, people dying people being sick and, and a consequence of this 
the FDA has now authorized another COVID booster shot. They're uh, claiming that this one is going to be Omicron specific. I don't know about this. To be honest, big, uh, big X to doubt about all of this. But uh, they have done it nonetheless. They've granted emergency use authorization quickly. Remember the last one? They try to. It looks like they're, they're they're pivoting towards pinning this on Trump. And of course, he's by far not blameless. He's still like pushing this, like it's some great thing. It's a good solution to all our problems. So I'm not saying he's blameless. But they're kind of trying to argue that the CDC, the FDA, the Fauci's, the Walensky's, and stuff like had nothing to do with this. And it was just, oh, no, we just did recommendations, but it was really just the White House under Trump that pushed all of this, which, of course, is not true. They pressured the White House and Trump caved and, you know, they thought, oh, this is this would be a great fix to the solution short term. Let's do it. So anyway, we now have uh, let me redo this real quick here. We have uh, an amazing, amazing, of course, scientific backdrop here uh, regarding this. Uh, the new covid vaccine boosters are coming. Should you get it? I say here, there are some uncertainties about this updated updated vaccine's effectiveness. While the new boosters is proven safe. Oh, good. Why? Because they say so. It's right there, black and white. Look at that. It's proven safe. Studies about efficacy so far have only been completed in, wait for it, mice. Okay, so what do they do? They took eight mice. There it is right there. Eight mice. They've tested this on. Is that long term? No, of course not. It's who? It's literally like, I looks good. Pfizer's bivalent boosters generated a 2.6 fold increase in naturalizing antibody levels against Omicron and the subvariants compared compared with the company's current booster. So there you have it. There in eight mice they confirmed that. Not long term, short term. Absolutely insane. And, of course, one of the uh, uh, directors over at uh, the FDA. What's his name again? Uh, I forget what his name is. It doesn't matter. Some douchebag over at the FDA. He said that he hopes that these updated boosters will hold and not require lots of new vaccines that we have to take each year. I think that's a lie. I think they want everybody to take new vaccines. But it's the la- just look at the language here. Like... People are hinging their lives on this shit. And they're like, well, I hope maybe we'll we do eight mice and then maybe will something will happen. Maybe it will hopefully work out in the long run. The hope here um, is not to have to give lots of vaccines each year. It's hopefully to have this be um, uh, the vaccine that hopefully holds us uh, for as much of this or for the entire season, um, if it can. Awful lot of hopes right there. Awful lot of hopes. <laughs> uh, let me see. Hinda uh, Laur, is that what it's? Hinda Laur, sorry if I mispronounced your name there over on Odyssey. Hail Henry, congrats on the pregnancy. Thank you. No one should be subscribing to Netflix or any other streaming service. That money should go to folk building and supporting Red Eyes. Well, thank you. I, I agree, obviously. Uh, thank you for all you guys do and know it's very appreciated. Hail our gods, hail our folk, hail the reawakening. Thank you. Appreciate that. A very kind of you. Thank you for the, uh, the little promo and the plug there, too. Much appreciated. All right, so uh, let me show you two other clips here. Obviously, the, let's do the reminder first, right? This is what Fauci said, and we, all of this have changed, of course, uh, consequently. 
Uh, it didn't protect against anything. People still got sick. Then they take new boosters and they, they get even sicker and they get sick again. People are dying. Not, let's not even talk about all the like consequences uh, of, of the vaccine in terms of like... Uh, adverse events or effects and stuff like that but this is what this is what fauci said when this was just being rolled out this vaccine this is what they told us you look at the people the states the cities the counties that are highly vaccinated they're safe their risk is extremely yeah. low what we worry about are the states you put up on the screen and the people in those states who are at risk for a variant that's quite problematic that's the that's the situation chris if you're vaccinated you don't have a risk, and that's the reason why we say it's as simple as black and white. You're vaccinated, you're safe, you're unvaccinated, you're at risk. Simple as that. There you go. <clears throat> simple as that. All right, Fauci, whatever you say, Saint Fauci, we'll trust you, man. We'll try. It looks good. They've done some. They, you know, this new booster, eight mice. Okay, they tested it on eight mice. We'll see what happens. Definitely worth it, guys. Uh, so one, just one, right? there's a million, and a mi I haven't even kept up with all of this the last few months. It was like, it's kind of that, it's shit, it's garbage, most of it is based on a lie, let's move on. You know, kind of like, don't take it, just don't, don't get, but, but this, is, uh, sadly, is continuing. And more and more people are still like, oh, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I think there's more people now, frankly, that is skeptical of it after everything that's happened. But I still think there's a good chunk of people that were like, finally, it's available. I mean, we've seen the videos of like five-year-olds like, yay, I'm turning five today. I can get my you know, COVID shot. Here's just one of the myriad ones that we have out there. This is uh, from 31st of August this year. Serious adverse events of special interest following mRNA COVID-19 vaccination in randomized trials in adults. And without going through the Abstract there, uh, results, they say here, combined, the mRNA vaccines were associated with an excess risk of serious adverse events of special interest. I'm not sure what the classification of that is specifically, why they do it that as opposed to maybe not things that are not of special interest. But anyway, that's the wording they're using. They say it's of 12.5 per 10,000 vaccinated. And you think, oh, that's not much. It's like... You have ten people, uh, ten thousand people line up, and then you have twelve and a half of those that have special, uh, you know, a, a, you know, severe adverse events. Now, I think it's more than that. I think this is just one study. In many cases, do they take all the, you know, various data into account? All this, all these questions. But it's still when you when you think that it's like what they tried to get like what one and a half, or like two billion people vaccinated against this thing. When you parse that out and like two billion, I've would someone do the math on that? But what is that then? That's like, you know, like hundred and what is it? Twelve, two two million people or something like that, or what? One point two five million people. What is it again? If you parse that out, like imagine it's two. The ten thousand is two billion. That's what I'm saying. Well, however many now I've gotten it. The point is that's a lot of people, and I think there's also a lot of adverse events that they haven't even mentioned or recognized or talked about. And many of the problems that people are having now, we're seeing is a spike allegedly in cancer rates, for example. And I mean, every case, maybe you can't pin, pin to the vaccine. But if you look at countries like Germany, the excess mortality rate and stuff, which has skyrocketed since 2021, since the vaccine really got rolled, rolled out. And we know that this is contributing. We know that this is one of the big problems right now of why people are like have a deficiency in their immune system and stuff. I'm sure there's a connection to the whole monkeypox shingles thing as well, right? We're going to see more weird diseases because our, many people that took this vaccine, their immune system is so compromised, so bad,
that they're getting sick, you know, sicker and sicker. We even played that one uh, clip from uh, New Zealand. Maybe we should play that again. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Of like, why are people getting? Everyone is getting sick. Everyone is has colds all the time. It's like middle of this of, of summer. Now they're getting sick. People are, uh, you know, have problems all the time. Let me see if I can find that. Um, all right, I'll find I'll find it in a little bit. It's kind of interesting, like uh, that they're admitting that. But anyway, check out this one while I'm looking for that clip. Here is a we you know we haven't talked a while about the consequences for pregnant women, and and again they push they push this real hard and they scared the living shit out of pregnant women or those who you want to get pregnant and say, oh you should take this now this is very dangerous your 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 child is going to die blah 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 all that stuff here's uh naomi wolf and she's really bad on some issues but she's been very good on the covid stuff showing some pictures of one woman's uterus after the COVID-19 vaccine. Check this out, this is crazy. Uh, one of them is uh, Denver should have a very scary image. Um, and I'd appreciate it if your producer would post it. If not, you, there it is, oh my God. So that is, ladies and gentlemen, that is a pregnant woman's placenta. Um, and I'm gonna read uh, Dr. Jean. I'm sorry, the placenta, is a uterus? The placenta, that's what this is. Thorpe's description, it's his image from a presentation he gave. Um, this is an ultrasound image of a third trimester placenta in a pregnant woman who received the Pfizer vaccine eight weeks prior. This is a typical pattern that is commonly seen by him about eight weeks post Pfizer vaccine. The white areas surrounding the placental lobes, also known as cotyledons, represent calcifications from significant inflammation. Typically, this finding may be associated with significant growth slowing of the fetus, that is the preborn baby, reduced amniotic fluid volume, abnormal fetal, fetal surveillance testing. And then he goes on to describe what fetal surveillance testing should be and should do. And then he says the large dark area in the placental lobe on the right may be consistent with a blood clot. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how many of you, you know, have been pregnant, had babies, your wives or partners have had babies, but that is not what a sonogram looks like. That's not what a placenta that is healthy and normal looks like. Those are terrifying, uh, unnatural, irregular calcifications that uh, Dr. Thorpe explains are related to inflammation. And over and over again, the, the science that our... Oh, this is keeping a bit. All right. You get the point there, though. Holy shit! I mean, it's it's criminal. We need to have at the at the very minimum, we need to have people in jail. All right. And then last week we played those two clips of Fauci. It's like I didn't do any of this. I just recommended lockdowns. I have nothing to do with it. Walensky was just like, well, we were kind of basing it off of faulty data. It it feels like they know and like an a thorough investigation. Hopefully. That, that would be the best outcome. Probably not. What probably is going to happen is that these mouthy Republicans and GOP, you know, sycophants are just going to be like, oh, let's go after Fauci. Let's investigate or whatever. Then they get elected. They get in after the midterms here and nothing happens. Right. That's probably most likely. But at best, they do some kind of investigation and they actually start asking real good questions. And then consequently, they start holding people accountable. For the vaccine program, for the lockdowns, for the psychological damage, for the uh, all the shit that we've seen over the last two years. And and people need to be held accountable. That's the best thing here, right? That's the be best outcome of the situation. Um, well, I mean, 
there's other they, they, it would have been better if it didn't happen at all but you get what i'm saying in terms of what we're looking at like but that's not that's not that might not it might never happen but it looks like they're scared of that so they're trying to disassociate themselves from it and that's why you had some of those drops the uh, last week there of like whoa whoa it's a, it was the trump white house that were pressuring us at the cdc and fda uh to 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 give emergency use authorization for this vax we had nothing to do. It was not our fault. So they're trying to pivot. Of course, Trump is responsible. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that they're pivoting to take themselves out of that picture and just find one scapegoat or just one party that helped to push it. Here's that clip from New Zealand. Check this out. This is what I'm talking about. Like official kind of like out there recognition. There's like people are just getting more and more sick. Jesse, why is everyone sick? <laughs> yeah, we've been asking the same thing, Sam. And well, COVID numbers are officially down, right? And yet every day it seems like our workmates are off with some kind of bug. So is there more sickness in the air right now? And if so, what the heck can we do about it? Are you sick of being sick? You're not imagining it. More Kiwis are coughing, sniffling and calling off work. It's called a bioweapon, folks. Our immunity against a whole lot of things is sort of a little bit down because um, we haven't been constantly, I feel like, primed all the time. So, of course, we've got lots and lots of different viruses coming over. And it's not just the coronavirus, of course, lots of things are. Seasonal flu, gastro bugs, conjunctivitis, even foot and mouth. It's all making everyone's lives just that much harder. And that's despite COVID numbers finally going down. Community cases are at their lowest since February. But data reported in stuff.co.nz suggests compared to last year, respiratory illnesses have doubled. Gee, why in the world could that be happening? What's, what's going on here? The Well Kiwis survey found double the number of us are experiencing cough, fever, illness, runny nose and sore throats. And when looking at pre-pandemic levels, we're actually seven times sicker. So what's going on? If we haven't learned anything from this pandemic, it would be a bit disappointing. And one of those things is that when you've got a cold or something like that, don't take it to work. We know what stops viruses from spreading. And so masking up and keeping a distance isn't just about COVID. It's about, you know, all sorts of respiratory viruses. See, now then they spin and say, oh, that's why we need to continue to wear masks and, and get vaccinated, which, of course, is going to make things just worse and worse and worse and worse. And I mean, there were some people even call, barring that these are effects of the vaccine or that even those who didn't take the vaccine are still affected overall by, yeah, I don't know what, the, the, the spike protein or something. Like the, There's so much of it just flying around out there that people are still affected. Who knows what's going on? It's very hard to pin that down, right? But at some point, it's like... You, and it could be bioweapons, of course. It could be a number of experimental things that they're just dropping out there. It's, oh, see? Ha, ha, there, there you go. But there were people that called this. Like, look, if you begin with this excessive, uh, you know, kind of hand washing and wearing masks and stuff and, like, being super, you know, bug uh, paranoid to a certain extent, you don't get – you don't give your immune system – system the opportunity it needs to start uh, you know protecting itself and, and and continue to improve itself better itself if you don't expose it to things it basically is like a muscle that you don't use it kind of atrophies in a way so it maybe that's what's going on right there could be a million things or maybe it's a combination of all of them which is leading to this but i the same thing here where we are we know this and we see this and people like there's more sick people and these are these are people that had not been vaccinated and they're still getting this shit, right? So what What the hell is it? 
bioweapon? Is it, is it the vax? What is it? Very interesting. And it's not just the experts who've noticed. Yeah, there has been a few more days off, for sure. Our daughter's gone to kindergarten this year, so yeah, it's a bit unusual. It's hard to say, but she's, yeah, we've been sick out as a family, yeah. But I know a lot of my friends have been sick. It's the worst flu I've maybe ever had in my life. Um, yeah, so definitely worse. I don't think it's my immune system because I've been trying to be healthier than usual. So what can you do to avoid all the nasties without having to live in your own personal lockdown? And then I'm sure there's <clears throat> pitching the vax or something like that. Yeah, go get vaccinated. That's going to help. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Paris says, I've emailed you the links on your Proton email about the state of Sweden. It hurts to see it, but it's a reality. Yes, that's how it is. We have to, we have to, we have to, we can't hide from it. We have to be front and center with what's happening. Thank you, Per. I appreciate that. It's only then that we can start doing something about it. we got to be motivated, too. It's easy to be complacent, right? Oh, well, I know about all that. Yeah, but, like, you need new injection. You need new motivation, right? And that's what you get by observing what it is that really is happening. Uh, Bill Hoover says, that lady didn't learn anything from the fake pandemic. If you are sick but able to work, go to work. All of those policies are making it worse. I think the policies are making it worse. Uh, and I think all the measures that they took is making it worse. And then they're surprised when it happened, right? All right. So we covered and we linked that up to the water issue. They're pushing that pretty hard right now. I linked up the, uh, one of the segments we did from the latest Week in Warrior show where we found the lady that was pushing the climate lockdowns back in 2020 was the same lady who showed up at a panel uh, with the World Economic Forum. We're talking about water issue that the water issues is is a commons issue. It's basically, we need more global homo to solve the water crisis, which is coming. And of course, it doesn't mean that there isn't a crisis. Yes, there is drought in some areas, and then you have massive rainfall in other areas. I think they're screwing with the weather. I think they're manipulating it. Uh, could it be natural? Sure, that's obviously possible, but um, I don't know. When you have people like the ex-CIA director, um, John Brennan talking about like geoengineering and how it could be like uh, you know you could we get weird effects from you messing with the with the weather in certain areas. You get you know you you pull in all the rain over here, you're going to get drought over there, etc. It's 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 like one it's one system and it's going to be affected by whatever happens adjacent to it or or in a different region, right? So that's kind of that makes sense. But the water issue is something I think we're going to see much more of, and you're going to see that being pushed. Uh, to the forefront, if there if there's any clue in that in in those discussions now that they're having at the World Economic Forum, that it's like constantly some issue with the water. Oh, it's 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 bad. We have to we have to we have to have more globalism to solve the water issue. All the corporations must have joined under the ESG banner, and we all have to do our part. You 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 see how these narratives kind of write themselves. Doesn't mean there isn't an issue with the water, but the point is, point is these people of the are the worst ones. Uh, to come with solutions are what we are supposed to do about problems, which in some cases are even created by them. So anyway, it reminded me of the, reminded me of this clip here, where a guy on CNBC is talking with a another lunatic, a crazy woman. This one right here, Christy Goldfuss, she's a senior vice president of energy and environment policy. This is at the AmericanProgress.org. She worked under Obama. Uh, she was the former managing director of the White House Council on Environmental Quality. Rejoined American Progress as the organizer's senior vice president for energy and environment policy. Blah, blah, blah. She's a great gal. She's doing a lot of good things. Anyways, <laughs> so she went on CNBC. And remarkably, the host kind of mocked her a little bit 
for quite like claiming that, well, the water is drying up in all the rivers. So therefore, we have to drive electrical vehicles, right? It's all related to, to global warming and the, and the amount of carbon we have in the atmosphere. Uh, and I can't believe they actually pushed back on that. The host is horrible here, so I don't like the guy, of course. But at least a bare bone minimum, he did that. Uh, check out this clip here. Christy, what is going to replace... Um, what are the, the, the fuel sources that are going to replace natural gas or, or hydrocarbons? What's, going to, what's really going to do the lion's share of the heavy lifting? And do you think it can be done in, in 10, 20, 30 years? How long? It's going to be wind, solar, geothermal, nuclear, carbon capture and storage will need to be part of that mix, absolutely. But it's going to have to be a whole array of clean sources. And that's really what you saw in the 300 plus billion of investments that came out of Congress and that president just signed into law in the Inflation Reduction Act. Which was complete madness, by the way. But I have to speak to this virtue signaling that Vivek has been bringing up over and over again and the anti-ESG movement. She's she's angry. Uh, about the anti-ESG movement because it makes so much sense and it's and it's just such a good movement, right? To fix to fix the climate issue. This whole concept that having more information about the impact on the environment is forcing people to make decisions is really contrary to capitalism, isn't it? I mean, investors need to, <laughs> to make decisions about short-term risk and long-term risk. Yeah, ESGs because capitalism. That makes sense. We're seeing right now is the Colorado River is drying up. That is millions of people in the United States. That's their source of of actual water. In Europe, if we're looking at what's happening there, the issue is entirely compounded by climate change. In France right now, they can't run their nuclear power plants because they don't have enough water. So how is that virtue signaling when investors are actually just asking corporations to disclose the information about their impact on the environment? I really, it's completely disingenuous and tangled with the same people who are really bringing up disingenuous arguments around abortion. You you think that the Colorado and the, the problems in France, those would, we can change that by... You think we can actually? Let me let me go over here. <clears throat> He's has a, the hardest time. Just spit it out, man. Listen to this here. Let me let me switch over to this source here. You're saying we can fix? That's what he's trying to say. Saying we can fix the amount of water in these rivers if we just like capture carbon, bury it, and drive electrical vehicles. And he's actually making fun of her, here, right? That by you think we can actually? We can Absolutely. That. Really? We so can we'll, repo- that. we'll refill like the Colorado we- when when we drive more uh, electric, even though they're building coal factories in China unabated, unabated in India. And, you it's think what that, the science that we're gonna, shows. We're going to change to clean weather energy, and climate. Just like okay. we put advancement, just like we okay. put seatbelts in cars, we need to advance to a clean uh, energy. Just like we put seatbelts in cars, now we have to go over to ESGs because because we say so. And because there's just going to be much more water. See how this, see how this could be. See how easy this could be for them. I'm not even going to say if they had weather, uh, you know, weather manipulation technology. Call it geoengineering, whatever you want to call it. They have that. All right, that's established. They're talking about it. They're they're talking about what experiments to do with it. 
And then there are scientists coming out saying this could have a runaway effect. We don't even know what's going to happen. This is crazy, right? Can we be asked? Can we? Can you, we? Can you ask us first? What if we want this? <laughs> right? No, they're just moving ahead with it. But so he, the guy's right in, in his way. Uh, he's kind of a moron, the the host there. But he's right. If you if you think that the solution is going to come by us in the West, basically deindustrialize and producing less energy, it's not going to happen. It's not going to have any difference. Right, you have more countries now that are building their coal power plants and stuff. And I, I don't even think this is the problem. So d- don't get me wrong. I, I think this is not an issue. More carbon, you know, more carbon uh, dioxide is actually better. More water vapor in the atmosphere, which is a gr- one of the most preeminent greenhouse gases. I think that's better. Uh, we do better. It, you'd have more growth. You'd have more produced oxygen and stuff like that, right? But it's so easy for them to just like manipulate something and then blame it on the climate crisis or even global warming and say, we therefore, we have to do all these things. We have to have every corporation line up to go uh, into this ESG program, which the, which the World Economic Forum have been pushing, and they need to adhere to our you know global homo uh, gay rule works that we set out here. And in that, it's like not only environment, of course, you also have to push anti-white politics uh, in your corporation, things like that. And if you don't join in, then you're not going to get any of the contracts. You're going to be like on the, on the on the outside of this. You're not going to be part of the inner club. So anyway, so as he says there, China is of course building more and more coal plants right now as well. So it doesn't. The point is, we are deindustrializing. We are suffering. We can't heat our homes. Then you compounded with the issue of Russia right now with the oil and gas from there. And these countries don't give a shit about any of that. Anyway, like good for them, right? They're just doing what they want to do. China began construction of at least 33 gigawatt of coal-fired generation last year, with research groups saying that there was more than three times the amount of the rest of the world combined. Those groups said another 7.3 gigawatts was approved for construction in the first six weeks of 2022. A recent report from China's State Grid Corporation said concerns about the country's energy supply means that China could build as much as 150 gigawatts of new coal-fired power capacity from 2022 until 2025. That build-out comes after China brought more than 38 gigawatts of new coal-fired power until 2020 or online in 2020. Officials have said those gigawatts are needed to satisfy record demand for electricity. This is absolutely insane. So they don't give a shit about this stuff. They don't, you know, Paris Accord Agreement and all that. Like, fuck that shit. We need the power. We got, we're going to do this. We move ahead. And then the West is slowly starving itself out. They're not. No, we can't do anything. We can't even heat our homes. This is how insane it is. And then even the dumb sanctions that they said we're going to like fix this issue with like freezing Russia out is not even happening as well. I mean, people call this too, right? Russia's uh, Russia confounds the West by recapturing its oil riches. Moscow is raking in more revenue than ever with the help of new buyers, new traders, and the world's seemingly insatiable demand for crude oil. Uh, it's almost like it's a plan. It's almost like it's almost like it's by design, <laughs> right? You freeze to death. Oh, well, you know when it, did we show that on the Weekend Warrior show? Maybe you, you, you saw, there's been combinations of these out. You know, don't you ride your bike to hurt Putin? And when you're standing freezing in your shower, like keep in mind that you're sticking it to Putin as dumb things, right? You'll be cold in the winter because they need it more. With the Ukrainian flag behind them. 
This has nothing to do with Ukraine. It has nothing to do with Ukrainian nationalism. It has nothing even to do with the war in and of itself. This has to do with, as we said before, deindustrialization of the West. And uh, believe it or not, maybe they even want to. Uh, maybe they want to kill us. Maybe that. Maybe that's what it's about. Russia pumps almost as much oil into the global market as it did before its invasion of Ukraine. With oil prices up, Moscow is ma- is also making more money. So China's building out the coal power plant. Russia's making more money than ever, and we're getting nothing. We're getting fucked in the West. <laughs> okay, that's what's happening right now. Demand from some of the world's largest economies have given Russian President Putin the upper hand in the energy battle that shadows the war in Ukraine and has confounded the West's bid to cripple Russia's economy with sanctions. Sales are booming in Russia's export market, the world's largest in crude and refined fuels. A new trade arrangements have given Putin cover to use natural gas export as an economic weapon against Ukraine's European allies. I don't know. It's just it's just so insane. They like they want they want us to suffer. That's that's the only conclusion I can I can I can draw here, right? Bill Hoover says maybe if we paused all the aid to Israel for the next ten years and used the money to build a national water pipeline system, yeah, it's a great idea. What what is with the, all the money? Did this? I have to put put up this segment. I did. I did in the in the Weekend Warrior show over at RedEyesMembers.com. Right now, I have a segment on how much aid has been given to Africa by the West over the last I don't know what is it five decades or something like that. It's like it's the equivalent of uh, let me see was it five no fifty Marshall plans. Remember after the after the war, Germany right? America and Europe bombed the shit out of Germany. So they had one Marshall Plan, and they got up on their feet, and of course it became an economic powerhouse and an amazing recovery. How many times have they done that now? Between two th- sorry, between 1960 and 2013, about five trillion from the West have been relocated. Five trillion U.S. dollars, measured in U.S. dollars, been relocated to Africa. Fifty Marshall Plans. It's the greatest wealth transfer in history. Can you imagine what would happen if we started putting this money on our own, in our own countries, on our own people, working for technological advancements? And again, instead of pushing all this nonsense, uh, you know, diversity crap, can you imagine the things we could do with, with resources like this and money like this? No, instead, we're literally circling the toilet and the drain because of like, because this is what they want, right? That's how crazy it is. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. But yeah, absolutely. Or just stop these billions to Ukraine. Just stop, just stop it. If you want to end to the war, stop giving them arms, okay? Look, and I don't like it, but at, but at some point, you're just like, this is just madness and it and it has to stop. But what, what's the solution? Well, Ukraine needs to hand over the... Eastern portions to Russia then or something and 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 draw draw down close to this war. But no, instead they're using that, right? They're using the conflict to exacerbate the problem in the West. And now Russia's making more money than ever. And by the way, I didn't even talk about it yet. I'm sure it is a false flag or whatever or something. The bombing of uh, Dugin's uh, daughter, the car bomb. Um, it's very interesting to see, and, I, and I'm not saying it's not it's not the case with the story. It, it could very well be that it is photoshopped, his ID. But it's funny how it's a crazy conspiracy theory when you look at someone like Obama's birth certificate in Photoshop and you do analysis of it and it's like clearly it's like they didn't even, they didn't even, even per, like they preserved the layers and stuff. I mean, it's cr- like crazy obvious that they're like it was a Photoshop job. 
But now the Western media is willing to look at this passport or the ID credentials that was left behind in the bombing. It's like 9-11, right? It's almost like that Russia is doing. They're just taking a, a page out of the playbook of what the West and specifically America have been doing over the last few decades of like totally staging and faking events. Or in this case, it's like the, the passports of the 9-11 bombers being found in the rubble, right? What's the chances of that? And same thing here, right? They released a passport photo of Miss Volk. Which is funny, right? Is that a code? Does this person even exist? You look at the photo and it's just like, wait a minute, does this even person even exist? And the anime, there's people going through, you know, the different effects you can run through uh, to see how it's edited, to, you know, see the pixels, how they are, uh, you know, clumped in certain areas, you know, which alludes to like, oh, this is a different source, this is one source, right? Anyway, we don't have to go through. It's just a point. I'm just bringing it up because we're on Russia right now. Like, they, <laughs> I think this is almost like they targeted Putin more to get maybe maybe the conservative right-wing parties in Europe more riled up and to be pro more pro-Russia or something. I don't know what's going on with it, but it looks like it's fake. Anyway, the Moscow bombers. Mystery deepens. Putin lies unravel a fake photoshopped ID card of the supposed guilty party here, right? I know it's just bizarre, the whole thing. But it's fascinating that now the West is okay. Like, now it's fine. Now it's like, oh, totally, total false flags. Yes, it's all photoshopped. You know, this is like Express right over in Britain, the source. And many other outlets picked this up too, by the way. Okay, so we're going to continue on the energy thing here. And, of course, that's now where Russia is doing really strong. And meanwhile, over in the U.S., when, when this is actually brought up to the current uh, Secretary of Energy, Biden's uh, Energy Secretary, Gronholm, she basically just laughing at this proposal of like, what what are you going to do to to continue to actually produce oil in America? Listen to the the how she's laughing about this here. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Can't even believe you're real. In fact, this is more a recent uh, update here. She's saying we're pressing on the accelerator when it comes to transitioning to clean energy. As we transition to this clean economy, we wanna make sure people have access to the fuels that they need to either go to work or flip on the switch, et cetera. We know it's a transition, but ultimately this is why we're pressing on the accelerator to be able to move to clean, because if we don't have to rely upon the volatility of fossil fuels, or at least, uh, or of countries who are exporting fossil fuels that don't have our interests or at, my, in, at heart or don't share our values, that's really what will make us energy independent energy secure share our i'm sorry share our values you have to admit yeah <laughs> obviously she's talking about like a rush error like but listen to that part again you have to share 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 our values share diversity values in order to like deal with countries anymore in terms of like getting energy to the pe people that need it these people are absolutely insane completely insane or at least uh, or of countries who are exporting fossil fuels that don't have our interests or at my at heart or don't share our values that's really what will make us energy independent energy secure <laughs> yeah that sure that's gonna fix it. it someone made a meme out of this right away we're going pressing the accelerator you might enjoy this. As we transition to this clean economy, we want to make sure people have access to the fuels that they need to either go to work or flip on the switch, etc. Wait for it. We know it's a transition, but ultimately this is why we're pressing on the accelerator.
Anyway, not bad, not bad. I, I do approve. It's it's always fun. All right. So, guys, what's RT says here? Uh, uh, Russia's ancestors are smiling on Russia. Did you see the 50-second uh, invitation to Russia? Is that the one with, like, Stalin right away or something like that? Some people said it was a joke. I think that's the one you're referring to. Time to move yeah. to Russia. Yeah, that's right. To show, like, the hammer and the sickle right away. And I'm just like... Uh, yeah, it's, um, look, I'm, they're obviously doing some things much better than we are doing in the West, but, oh boy, do they have problems. Did you guys see, you really need to check out, if you didn't see it yet, the, uh, the previous Weekend Warrior show, we showed clips from the, uh, in this one, from the, um, the anti-fascist conference that Russia was putting on, and it was just, (laughs) it was just like, they're taking, they could have, they could have done this so much better, right? Don't play this like Antifa side here and think you're fighting fascism just because like the West is clearly like the West is not fascists, right? They're not pushing any like racist doctrines. If they would have done this differently and actually were honest about what the West is doing, I would have have way more respect for them. But because they've done all these dumb moves, consequently, I just I just can't take it seriously anymore. The beginning was like, all right, they're obviously doing something that's good, better for their own people and stuff like that. But lately, it's just been like, what the hell are they doing? So I guess anywhere we could play it, uh, uh, Archie. <clears throat> but it's like, look, I just, I, I don't like the commie symbolism. I, 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 uh, and wasn't there some diversity thing here too? Like they, they just like, oh, come to Russia. It's so diverse. <laughs> I could be wrong. Let's play it. Let's see if I can remind myself about that. This is Russia. Delicious cuisine. It's like, like, are you really going to begin with a hammer and sickle? This is Russia. Delicious cuisine. Beautiful women. Cheap gas. Rich history. World famous literature. Unique architecture. Fertile soil. Cheap electricity. Eurasian supremacy. Electricity and water. Ballet, cheap taxi and delivery, traditional values, Christianity, no cancel culture. There, what? I'm sorry, but that it's come on, Archie. What is that about right there? <laughs> no cancel culture. And then I have to show, look, we're so diverse. I, I, I do remember it correctly. No cancel culture, hospitality. So I'm talking like. You know the the, the multicultural anti-fascist push here. I, I'm sure they sincerely believe it too. Like we're gonna out, we're gonna out uh, anti-fascist the West, and the, and they're the real Nazis. That's what that's what I'm that's what I've heard here over the last few months now from 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 Russia, and it's just like patently false, and it's just dumb, and they could have done this in a much better way. Vodka. Economy that can withstand thousands of sanctions. Time to move to Russia. Don't delay. Winter is coming. Obviously, they're making fun of it. And I do appreciate that a little bit, especially like how dumb and naive the West has been. But it's also by design and and, and a plan. Uh, at the same time, uh, so it's not only never make the mistake of thinking that it's only because of dumb people that we're in the situation we're in. There's also a lot of there is a lot of dumb people and there's a lot of ir- irresponsible people and there's a lot of uh, people that just think of the short term, uh, whatever, the w- wokeness agenda, whatever. But 
hey, that doesn't mean there's not people behind the scenes that are planning and scheming and intentionally like wanting this to happen and bringing this about. If they would have done it in the right, like in a right way, I, I, I kind of would have more respect for it. But now I just like, ah, I don't know. It's it's it, unfortunately it's fake and gay everywhere. That's what, <laughs> that's what it, that's what it comes down to. There is no option. Look, they have, it's is it better on some issues? Yes, but but it's like they still have massive alcoholism and the abortion rates are crazy and they have a big Muslim population there and you know uh, some of the highest abortion rates in the world I think which is like crazy you know come on fix that all right anyway so this happened too check this out this is like as we go over to electrical vehicles right everything that's going to fix everything well this happened in California they ban we've talked about this before right they're banning the production of gas powered car or combustion engines they cannot sell combustion engine cars by 2035 and i think that's going to be expanded to other states but what happened literally the like four days after five days after californians are now told not to charge their electrical cars (laughs) california goes haywire electric car owners are told not to charge their vehicles because of a heat wave just days after announcing a 2035 ban on gas cars Californians are being advised not to charge their electrical cars between 4 and 9 p.m. from Wednesday to Tuesday due to excessive heat wave. There, and you can see how this will just be expanded. And it's just, there's something with this new, I can't put my finger on it, but I, 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 like I felt it today. They like kind of come up against that, like the insecurity around the whole mechanism. Like I, just thinking back 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I didn't used to feel like this. It's like, one day it just could, could just be like no more like no more electricity in the in the wall. There's no food in the stores. Like worrying about the most fundamental basic things that we have to 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 live could just be like withdrawn at any moment because because we also have like people in charge that, that are that insane. And at least with the oil and the gas, it was a little bit of this, like, and I, I like it, sure, but it was like, it's a little bit of this, they're greedy, they're they're capitalists, you know, they want to make money and stuff. And, and it felt like they're not going to be just, like, killing the oil themselves, right? They're not going to do this themselves. They're not going to just not drill for oil all of a sudden, and that'll be that. But with this new electrical phase here and the EV craze and, like, going green about everything, you're hinging everything your very survival on these people that are implementing these policies and at any point right they can flip a switch or there's some app or there's other technology like the smart meter type technology where they can just like nope that person did bad turn them off social credit score system is in place and they just like nope no more electricity for that guy right let's turn off the water that's the times we're in right now it felt and maybe it's just because it's like you know a few like a couple of decades back or whatever but it felt like the oil industry was kind of a little bit more stable, if you know what I mean. Now it's just this crazy, like, they will just turn it off for whatever reason. And if they're not doing it, other people around them will do it. Check out this clip of how they're decommissioning Tesla charging stations because apparently Tesla is not doing their part and, and paying uh, rent to the to the, um, uh, the the gas station owners that have them on their property. Look at this. So this is out right here. There's a bag on it. This one's out also in Beaver, Utah. And this one? And this guy is LB, 
He the owner the of the property. You own it all. So is Tesla telling you to put the bags on here? No, but they're not, they haven't paid me rent since since November of last year. Holy moly. They were supposed to be paying me rent for each charging station. They have paid me nothing. So you're gonna... They will not answer my email. They won't answer my phone calls. They will do nothing. So therefore, nobody's charging on them until they start paying me what they owe me. So I'm charging on that one over there. Are you going to back those ones up soon too? I will eventually. Okay. All right. So there you go. So if it's not them doing it directly, it could be other people around them because they're not doing, in this case, part of their contract, <laughs> right? I uh, just, they're, there's like painting us into a corner. The, the news is getting tighter and tighter. And it's something which is just, I don't know. I just, I don't like, obviously, where this, where this is going. And it's, and we're dealing with like insane people that want us dead, right? Uh, and so I think my, uh, my suspicions and my, uh, my hunch that this is not good, I think that's 100% accurate in this case. Here's a, um, a statement here, the, the release news release from California ISO regarding the heat bulletin, heat bulletin. And then they had, let me see here, California board votes to phase out gas-only cars in the state by 2035. Let me just see if that this is uh, actually a news report or if it, is it just... Phasing let me see. out of new sales of internal combustion. Look at this. Look at this world star right here. With the phasing out of new sales of internal combustion engine vehicles, this could well be the final set of major criteria pollutant emission standards for new light-duty conventional vehicles. Great. I just really want to thank all of the hard work that went in to building this package mm-hmm. um, and working with stakeholders and, and putting together um, something that is uh, world-changing. Yep, there you go. A very enthusiastic yes. Mr. De La Torre. Aye. Mr. Eisenhut. Aye. Senator Flores. Aye. Ms. Hurt. Hurt, aye. Mr. Krakow. Yes. Dr. Pacheco Werner. Yes. Mrs. Riordan. Supervisor Serna. Serna, aye. Professor Sperling. Sperling, super aye. <laughs> Ms. Takorian. Uh, man, these people are so gay. Takorian, aye. Supervisor Vargas. Uh, Vice Chair Berg. Berg, aye. Chair Randolph. Berg says aye. I, I think it's a, it's a Scandinavian batty, not a, not a berg, but it's a, it's a batty. All right. Okay. Yes. Madam Chair, the motion passes. All right. Yay. Mazel tov. <laughs> Jeez. Nice. Sometimes you just, <laughs> you just get surprised. Oh, man. All really? All right. Yay. Mazel tov. Ooh. Oh man, I di- I didn't even see this clip before. Really? Is that? Oh my god! Why is it? Why is it like this? Why is it always like this? What is? <laughs> what is happening? Oh my god! All right, so that's how it, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. That's the people doing it right there, and that's that's the nature. That's you just you just witness the states 
you know, on on this front, as at least, <clears throat> you know, collective suicide when <laughs> when it comes to like your ability to transport yourself if, if shit happens. <clears throat> and then, of course, the next step of this is the uh, uh, the next step of this is the uh, the, the <clears throat> kind of on star technology, the kill switch in the vehicles and stuff. And they've they've denied that. No, no, we don't have that at all. You know that that's going to be in there eventually. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, I don't know what else is in the story, but. I don't know. Every 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 time. I mean, what are you gonna do? And then, of course, mean mean meanwhile, right? You have like Bill, the Bill Gates of this world. They they have super yachts. They have like they have a yacht that has a pool that's so large you can have a normal sized yacht in that pool. That's that's a, that's what the, this is an insurance policy for them. This is an ability for them to continue their lifestyle while we suffer and we are limited. We can't do shit. And then it's this obvious like clown piven strategy of just like running the system intentionally into the ground as hard and as fast as possible. Whether it's energy, food, the supply chain, the monetary system. And it reminded me of this clip of like the, the, the money issue and the inflation issue. All these issues are compounding, one over here, one over there, one here, and then like this emergence, uh, convergence of these problems is going to come at some point. And when this, when the, when the mentality by the people at the Federal Reserve is that we have an infinite amount of cash, <laughs> listen, you understand like how how bad it is. Listen to this. To the person who is about to grab their car keys and go to the ATM and take out $3,000, you say. And they're not going to do that with a gas-powered car, by the way. What? You don't need to. Your ATM is safe. Your banks are safe. There's enough cash in the financial system. And there is an infinite amount of cash at the Federal Reserve. An infinite, an infinite, an infinite. An infinite amount of cash at the Federal Reserve. Ooh. That's a Swedish song at the end there, by the way, too. Good job, whoever made that. Uh, they're insane. Uh, the one is dead. Just infinite cash. It's it's like a party at the end of the at the end of the road, and everyone's just partying, and it just, <laughs> it's just like everything's crashing and burning, and it's just like this is fine. We have we have infinite infinite resources. Just party hard. Just brrr, it just never ends. <laughs> it's just. Like, I don't know. It's just it's we're living in crazy times, folks. Crazy times. All right, we got to do. Why don't we do? Why don't we end with the moon program shit here? Because that's just uh, <clears throat> another devastating loss. And of course, some of you out there, you'll think that all this is fake and gay or whatnot. And you know that that's fine. Whatever. Uh, keep keep thinking that. But we had the uh, <clears throat> we had the Artemis mission. I was like. I'm looking forward to this will be fun, right? They're going to land on the moon again. And like, you know, I mean, it's like just the, the tail end remnant maybe of something we can achieve before the collapse comes or something. I'm talking like collectively, right? Because obviously everyone knows it was, of course, the, uh, uh, you know, America would never have gone to the moon in the way it did if it wasn't for like them exporting all the uh, German scientists out after the <laughs> Second World War and stuff like that. It's, it was like a collective, in a weird way then, uh, a collective achievement of like, you know, 
Germanic people, North, North, or European people overall. Let's just keep it simple. European people came together. We did this amazing thing, and some people argue that's why they've spread these conspiracies that it's like it never happened. We didn't, we didn't go to the moon and stuff. And you know, I get it. You can have questions about it, and that's totally fine. But I could also see how the other side would use that to like, you, you didn't do that. You see, what I'm saying like to put down an achievement. Is that no? There's no way white people could pull that off, especially not these Nazis, right? There was the Nazis with the V2 rockets that were the lay the groundwork for like the moon, the Apollo moon program and stuff like that, right? And so I can, I can kind of see how they would spin that. Now, there's legitimate questions, of course, about some of the stuff too. So I'm not saying it's it's completely unfounded. It's it's fine. We should be allowed to uh, investigate these things and and ask or uh, the questions about this, right? But so the whole damn mission was uh, canceled last minute. Listen to this clip here. Uh, postponed, maybe indefinitely. I don't know. Maybe it was just something with the conditions, and they're just like, ah, it's not right or whatever. Anyway, this is what they said right after. It was this lead up to it? It's like Artemis is going to be fun watching this stuff again with the moon launches, and they're slowly going to build up to putting more boots on on the moon. And then this happened. I am here with Administrator Bill Nelson, who was on hand for the launch today, which had hoped to be uh, a big moment in history for the space center, but instead. Uh, it'll have to wait for another day. The launch attempt was scrubbed. Administrator, thank you for being here. What are, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling after um, all of this anticipation and buildup and then unfortunately couldn't, couldn't go to you? We don't launch until it's right. And in fact, uh, they've got a problem with the uh, gases going on the engine bleed on one engine. Uh, you can't go. You, there are certain guidelines. Uh, and I think uh, it's just illustrative that this is a very complicated machine, a very complicated system, and all those things have to work. And you don't want to light the candle until it's ready to go. I mean, he's right about that. <clears throat> Right, he's not wrong about that. You gotta, <laughs> things gotta be in order. It's gotta be the the right layup and stuff. But I don't know. I just I didn't get a good enough like explanation for why. Uh, what was it? Was it was the reason? And how, when are you going to do it then? Right, kind of thing. We haven't gotten these uh, answers yet. I, unless last minute here before we came on, something new came out and like they gave all the answers and oh, we're going next to next Tuesday again. Right, I just have this feeling they will never do it. This is just a massive slush fund or some, something else is going on. This is how they pushed it. Last clip, we'll take a look at here. This is what they, uh, the gateway was some new thing they pushed. This is back in August last year, so almost a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago. This is a video that NASA uh, released. And it was like, okay, you know, this, is the, this looks good. Is this going to come about or is all this crap too? Look at this. Home. For me? Home is where my family is. And it's this the same it's the same dumb like emotional thing all the time too, by the way, but whatever. Let's look at it. Home. For me, home is where my family is. But there have been times in my life where I was called away from my family for extended periods of time. While I was serving in the Marine Corps, it was hard to be away from my loved ones. But thankfully I had my squadron family but other places where we were stationed around the globe became a temporary home. Then, in 2009, I launched the International Space Station, traveling even farther away from my family. Conducting science 250 miles above the Earth, the space station was an orbiting home for my crewmates and myself. Talk about a room with a breathtaking view. 
with Artemis. And NASA will send the first woman and the first person of color to the moon. See, see, see what that this is. I, I didn't bring it up yet, but I was going to mention this. The whole thing, there was a documentary, and I'm looking for it now as we're playing this clip, called The Space Shuttle is Flying for Me. It's back from 2015. And what and it's juxtaposed this idea that it was like, you know, the Nazis V2 rocket, like they got us into space, you know, juxtaposed that with the NASA's mission today, like in 20, you know, yeah, 2015, this video, but, you know, even up to this day, obviously 2022, and this is getting worse and worse, that the whole the whole reason for the thing is like to send up minorities in space. We've gone from like, you know, uh, explorative exploration spirit to, you know kind of, of of europeans and like this 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 quest to like well it's there we got to conquer it like we got to find out what's there let's go deeper into space let's explore it's just kind of part of our nature we've gone from that as a mentality just to like uh well we're sending up minorities in space right there was like one of the first things in this documentary that i mentioned was like well it's nasa has been so great because one of the one of the things we've been able to do is to bring all kinds of different people into space and it was like you're telling me like the point of like the rocket program is now just to send to send brown people into into space is that what is that the, it was like the the first thing they had out of the out of the line in that documentary was was one of those things it was like some woman saying that that's why it's so great really is that it that's what's that's what it's become and the, you know <laughs> and then you have like the hidden figures that whole thing and it's just it's just a big joke at this point and even the basic things that they were meant to pull off here, now they can't even do. Like, what the hell is going on? Maybe it's all is just fake, and the, the, it's just a big ad, and nothing is, is ever going to come of this? I, I just don't know anymore. We are going there for the benefit of all here. See? We'll need a place to orbit around. It's because of diversity. That's why we're doing all of this, folks. Where we can live and work. A place to get ready for our lunar surface expeditions. And a place to return to when our work on the lunar surface is complete. We need a lunar home away from home. This will be the Gateway. Starting with the power and habitation modules, the Gateway will be the first long-term outpost in lunar orbit humans have ever had. Prime for new discoveries, this orbiting laboratory will provide us with a unique view of our solar system. And it's already becoming a beacon for the future of international and commercial cooperation in space. With increasing capability, more globalism, diversity, that's why we're doing this. And longer missions over time, the Gateway will be a powerhouse of technology and science, paving the way for future human missions to Mars. But I believe in science. Design and fabrication of Gateway elements by NASA and our international partners is well underway around the world right now. Wherever you are on planet Earth, today you are part of the Artemis generation. I'm NASA astronaut Randy Bresnik. I invite you to join us by following NASA Gateway on social media and telling us where you call home. It, it, it's probably just a slush fund. It's just they, they're never going to do any of this. And it's just a big uh, promotional PR campaign. So I thought, let, let me play. This is from that documentary I mentioned. We'll do this as last thing here. The space shuttle is flying for me 2015. Look, the first thing almost out the gates of why are why are we even doing this, right? You know, we think about the Faustian spirit. We, you know, we talk about these things, right? The, the need to explore, right? This is why the, the, the Vikings went west eventually. New uncharted territory. Go, you know, go where no one has gone before. You know, kind of that stuff, right? Nope. We need to send brown people up in space. That's what this is about. 
So I'm playing the, the beginning of this here. You'll see it. It's coming. When the uh, engines light and then those solid rocket boosters light, you know you're going to go flying. If the bolts didn't fire, they would pull the launch pad with it. It's that much power. Houston Endeavour program. Having the chance to fly the most amazing flying machine ever built was just incredible. Every time a child draws a spaceship for us and sends it to us, it's in the shape of the space shuttle. That image, the silhouette of the uh, space shuttle, is an iconic image that I think is going to last for generations. The pure number of astronauts that the space shuttle program brought to space have made a difference for humanity. There. <clears throat> Cash out. That's what number three of the like reasons why we're like, the most incredible thing, right? We have brought so many people from diverse backgrounds into space. <laughs> That's that. It's like it just encapsulates like well, what has happened to the West, and that there's no like, there's no self-preservation left anymore. Well, we want to do it because it's there, damn it, and it's been seventy years, and we need to get this done now. You know, nope, it's just diversity. All right, guys, I'm gonna stop pestering with this now. But uh, man. Holy smokes. Can you imagine when we start putting this effort into actually doing things that's good for us? And it doesn't mean we have to screw over someone else or whatever, but just look out for ourselves first and do things that benefit us first, right? Take care of ourselves first, do the things that we want to do. And look, that even you could argue even for these liberal crazy people, it's like the technology that other people have taken advantage of and made their life so much easier and better just because of we doing what we're doing in the West, right? It's anyway. But that's that's not the motivation. That should not should not even be the reason. We're not doing this for someone else or anyone else. We're doing this for ourselves, and we need to get that. That's the spirit that needs to come back into this, right? All right, guys. Last uh, shilling here. I'll do a plug some stuff here over at RedHouseMembers.com. Last thing, and then we'll uh, wrap up here for today. I want to thank you for joining me. Subscribeshow.com slash RedEyes. Check that out. We have a couple of different tiers. We have uh, 10 bucks a month if you want to sign up monthly at RedEyesMembers.com. And uh, we have a, a plus tier for a uh, extra donation. Those who feel inclined that we have a producer tier and an executive producer tier uh, as well. We appreciate you guys. We'll uh, give you a little shout out here in a little bit. We also have Entropy. You can sign up over there. Again, 10 bucks a month if you sign up for a one-time payment. Some three months up to two years. Gets cheaper per month as well. We have a cash app. We have an e-check option for those in the U.S. We do accept crypto uh, and Here's a mailing address as well, if you prefer that way. Uh, guys, check it out over there because it's uh, where the good stuff is. Weekend Warrior, that's really where we produce the good stuff as well. Uh, some of the latest shows have been uh, phenomenal, so definitely don't miss those. RedEyesMembers.com is only 10 bucks a month. Come on, make sure you're going to give, you're going to let Ben Shapiro expand. You're going to let David Rubin expand and Prager you while we're sitting on our ass doing nothing. Come on, get your ass together. We need 20 executive producers. Uh, over at Subscribestar, and when we get that, we can actually hire an editor full-time. So check that out. That would help us tremendously. Uh, anyway, while we're on executive producers, want to say thank you to those joining us over there. We have Teal Authorp Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, and Chalky Milk. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. You are seven of the uh, 20 that we watch over there. 
over there in order to get uh, a permanent, uh, you know, editor, basically a board that can help us do a lot more of that. But we can do more. You get more content. You'll get better content as well. So thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back with more here soon. Friday, of course, as usual. Heads up for that. Uh, we're doing a Flashback Friday starting at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. Uh, definitely tune in live if you can. That's the, when the fun stuff happens. And... Then we have uh, actually a couple of short ones as well coming up. So heads up on that. Uh, I want to make sure I'm just caught up right here. I think I am caught up. Uh, but yeah, we have a couple of short videos going up, a couple of more excerpts and stuff like that. So keep your eye on our channels as usual, because there's always more in the pipeline. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Keep fighting, and we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Do you love red ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.